Yes, sir. It's about to be a good one tonight. I can feel yeah, it. Y'all know what time it is. Man, you know we got Every Saturday point, night, club love. Yeah. Turning up. Hey, what you on tonight, school? If you lit, man, I'm just saying, you know how niggas get, man. They get Hennessy, bitches around. I know they gonna start acting crazy. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, just, just be cool. I don't need you stomping another nigga out tonight, bro. Man, that was one time, man. What you mean? It was like three times last week. What you mean? Man, you know I was gonna do some shit, man. She took everything, bro. What you mean, nigga? You ain't have shit. Nigga, them Nike boots you took? Let's make sure you don't come Hold up, probably in the middle. You wild a little bit. Turn down a little bit. Oh, we got one. We got one. Hey, hey, move. Get out my way. Hey, damn this bitch got Bitch, move. Get out my way. Hey, hey, what's the problem? What's the problem? Be cool, G. Man, who the fuck is you? Who the fuck is we? We security. Who the fuck is you? Nigga, you ain't security. You pussy, nigga. You ain't your baby. Here you go. What the fuck you gonna do, nigga? Here you go. Oh, oh, oh. Get the fuck away. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get that nigga. Oh, fuck. Hey, Julius, come on. Hey, get this nigga out of the club. Get this nigga out of the club, man. Nah, stuff him out. Hey, grab the shoes. You like wear outside twins. This nigga came out of shoes. Oh, yeah, I need those. Yeah, get this nigga out. Get this nigga out. Hey, get, hey, Julia. Hey, drag him out. Drag him out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck you too, nigga. All right. All right, all right, that one I can understand. At least you didn't almost kill him. That was good. Appreciate it. I'm gonna try to go find that bitch with the bag. Yeah, man, I got it. Hey, don't let her take all your shit this time. Hey, man, that was one time, man. You know me. We got seven baby mamas. Chill out. Well, I'm going. Just do what I say and I love you, okay? I get this shit from my uncle. I told Bay get 22 inches a week tonight. I want to fuck with Ponzi. I'm fucking low on you, Blow it down. Blow it down. Blow it down. Blow it down. Slow it down. Blow it down. Yo, 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 yo. You are? Okay. Shit, yeah. Uh, we were talking about barbers. All right, so from our barber, like, since that uh, pandemic shit happened, because I, I was going to another barber shop at first, and then that barber was like, like, I'm kind of like you. Like, for me, like, with barbers, is like, yo, just know I could leave at any moment. So, like, I don't, like, when I go to a barber shop, as long as I know there's, like, two barbers in there that can, like, hold it down, like, haircut-wise, like, I'll, like, rotate between those two. So, like, my first barber, my first barber shop, the reason why I stopped going there is because, like, the barber I was rotating with with the other barber, like, he really just started doing some, like, some shit that I just felt like was some crackhead shit. And I was just like, nah, I'm cool. So, I started going to this barber shop. Crackhead that, shit, like? Like, just moving around too much, like, pit, while like, cutting your hair? Yeah, put like mad Beijing in my beard and shit. I was like, bro, what is this? It was just some wild shit going on, bro. And, like, side note, that was, like, that barbershop, I heard, like, that was one of the times I heard, like, the wildest conversation where this nigga was just like, no, nah, sometimes you just got to be a bitch. Am I right? And start asking niggas in the room. Am I right? <laughs> and, like, you feel me, though, right, young black? <laughs> right, young all black? The younger, yo, all the younger niggas was like, bro, no. And then, like, some, there was, like, some older niggas like, no, nah, sometimes you just got to be a bitch. Man, tell the, tell the listeners what's bringing up this uh, barbershop convo. What uh, happened? What happened recently? So, um, I held my barber. I was like, because you got to make appointments since the pandemic. So, I was like, hey, man, y'all got um um, something for like 11 I think I had to go into work that day I forgot what day it was And he was like Oh uh, man um, Actually we're gonna be At the barbershop During that time But uh, we're pulling back up At like 12.30 I got you at 12.30 So I'm like Alright bet So Pull up at 
So when I pull up, it's like two white people in this one car just like sitting there. I'm like, all right, that's weird because I'm in Dunn. If anybody knows about Dunn, I'm 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 in. I'm not gonna say where I'm at in Dunn, but I'm in the part where the niggas be at. So I'm like, that's weird. Dunn, but only so big. <laughs> yeah, it's so. only yeah. So I'm like, all right, that's weird. So like I'm waiting. So I get out a couple times because you know sometimes like the barber will go through the back or whatever and be in the barber shop and you just don't know. So I get out a couple times, open the door. I'm like, all right, bro. Like I can't say this whole time. And like every he wasn't picking his phone up or not. Nah. So every time I was uh. No, I don't got his. Oh fuck, I'm tripping. I don't got his cell phone. I just got the uh, barber shop like thing. So I'm just like, there's no point of calling. Cause is he even your barber for real? <laughs> you don't have his number. Is he nah, really nah, your barber? No, nah. nah. like I said, like once I get there, like <laughs> whoever picks up the phone, that's who I go to. Now this is the thing, like you have to set an appointment because if you just go in, there's like two younger niggas there and they will fuck your shit up. Like I didn't seen them fucking niggas shit up, like. Like, he had, like, one of the barbers just had to, like, let the dude leave, like, and get the free haircut because he was, his shit was fucked up by this young nigga. So, it's like, at this barbershop, you you have to get the niggas, the main two niggas, and sell appointment with them. Because if not, you will get the young niggas and they will fuck your shit up. So, um, I stayed for a couple minutes. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm gone. Like, I'm not waiting for this. <laughs> and then I just left. That was my barbershop story. Mm. But, no, I'm with you. Like, I want barbers to know, like, I'm not, I'm. Like I will leave you. Like if I find somebody better, I will leave. <clears throat> yeah, and, and um, I, feel like I'm I tried. Tipper. I tried finding like a person, a uh, barber before, and tried doing all that, being like loyal to a barber shop. But uh, that's not really me no more, man. I kind of like I go wherever um, good uh, reference yeah. tells me to go, kind of. And um, I got my couple spots that I'll go, but it's like I go where like I know like all the barbers is pretty straight. So, whoever I sit with, um, I'm pretty sure they'll take care of me. Plus, you know, I ain't asking for no, like, extravagant, like, super clean, wild, um, customized haircut either. Yeah. Not asking you to do all this type of fade and do this and all that. Real basic, regular haircut. Just keep my shit, like, like low. And then, um, yeah, man, keep these niggas on their toes, bro. Because yeah. uh, I don't need you thinking, like, I'm a automatic, like, dub. You're just gonna get your bread from me, <laughs> and you can lag off of my hairline, uh, and just you know cut corners. Do you uh, tip well <laughs> at the barber show? Um, not really. Man, what's what's you tipping? Uh, I kind of don't tip if I have like whatever bread on me, and I don't like have like a if it's like a few dollars off or whatever, then like I'll let them keep that. But I don't really tip, man. Everybody go up in prices, so cut my hair. I'm done in like 30, 40 minutes. Like 25 is enough for you, bro. Hold it down. I ain't really got facial hair, so I'm not like, you're not going through no like crazy like obstacle course cutting my hair. Like I yeah. feel like I'm a real easy person to clip up and like keep it moving. So here's your easy bread that you got from me. All right, yeah. Thank I'm about you. To say, and I'm out. 25. Once it gets to like a certain price range, it's like, yeah, bro. I don't know about this tip, dog. Because uh, I just got a 20, but I still like. You know, do like three dollars or like five dollars just filling up. Just depends how I'm feeling. I do feel I do feel like you should tip your barber because they are making sure your hairline is gonna stay like stay at least good to however long it's supposed to stay good for. Yeah. I paid I paid for the service, man. I'm tired of all these professionals just wanting tips. Well, I'm gonna start asking for tips in the studio. I'm like, hey man, right, here go my tip jar. 
Tip the, tip the engineer. No, you might I know well, I already. No. I know I already set this price for you, but since I did such a good job of making you feel at home, give me more money. No, nah, for real, you should pay a tip during because niggas, niggas might come so in. So niggas can steal from me. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you be a nasty. First of all, tip jar, put the tip jar where you can I'm see. I'm over here with my headphones on. Niggas just dipping their heads in the fucking tip jar, like <laughs> put it not giving a fuck about me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild. Pay over there where you can see it. And, you know, wait a minute. So, like, sometimes niggas just don't tip. Like, throw an extra, like, $5 in there. $3. Especially, like, if they hit you up last minute. Like, hey, bro, you got a, a session I can book? Like, Nah, bro. Artists be broke. Like, I mean, that might have happened, like, a few times. But most of the time, it's niggas asking. I'm like, yo, can I get the extra 8 or $5 next time? I'm like, whatever, bro. Depends on how I'm feeling that day, bro. But, uh, you yeah. know, shout out to the barbers out there. Yeah, shout out to the barbers. Keeping the hairlines clean. And um, shout out Vic from the 2-6, man. I like watching your videos of you just finding random kids walking around the park and cutting their hair, having life go conversations with them. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty That's pretty. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, shout out to you. Um, shit, let me introduce this podcast. Stay loyal. <laughs> Welcome to another episode from Must Your Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host Scoob in front of me is Slip the Engineer. And we back, we back, we back, man. Shit, man. How you how you living, bro? How you doing? Um living, breathing, doing. What about you? I'm chilling, bro. Shit, I went uh fishing um uh yesterday. Yesterday morning, man. It's pretty straight out there, man. Didn't catch too much. I only catch like caught like a couple babies, but that's about it. And a couple baby brims or something like that. Um oh yeah, where'd you go fishing at? Somewhere in Coats. It was some it was like in somebody's yard. Like uh they had like a pond. Like just they had like hella property and like it was a pond in their fucking Got permission backyard. or you was just trespassing? <laughs> nah, uh, we got permission. Oh. My dad knows somebody that knows somebody and they just let us like come through. That would be wild if my dad just was like, Nah, I found somebody's house <laughs> and we're going back there. Uh, but uh no. <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty cool, man. Got got to chill with my dad and some cousins and shit. Smoke some weed and shit. Fishing always cool, man. Hell yeah. What about you, man? What you been getting to this week? Uh, absolutely nothing, man. Uh, shout to Glove, man. He gave me that damn Xbox, so I've been sitting here just trying to get um apps back so I can stream certain shows and a little bit of gaming, I guess. <laughs> I ain't trying to get too heavy into gaming until I I get a Series X, but uh, just you know, getting in my cowboy bag. I was back on that Red Dead and just running <laughs> around killing niggas. Something that, light. That reminds me. I just downloaded FIFA like not so long ago, and that shit is like hella fucking made me an angry man. I ain't going to count, but shit is fun to play with. I ain't going to count. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, sad news, man. We're going to go ahead and get out the way, man. R.P. to Trouble. Um, Atlanta rapper who was unfortunately uh, killed by uh, – Fucking weirdo, uh, lame ass nigga. Um, I don't know the nigga name. Oh jeez, young niggas, niggas younger than them. All bust up for trouble, trouble. They all bust up for trouble, trouble. They all bust up for trouble, trouble. They all bust up for trouble, trouble. 
Another one of my niggas killed in the game, man. Another nigga I fuck with in the rap game. Killed over some fuck shit, man. RP the trouble, man. Um, the song right here did Diamond in my crib. Facts. This was all right. I remember seeing this shit on fucking Worldstar as a youth, and I was like, oh, who's this with all these guns? This is when Worldstar was peaking. Yeah, when Worldstar meant something. Yeah, you wanna break it down real real quick, slick what happened to, to the legend trouble man. Let the people know um, find a report, man. They keep just showing reports of old buddy that they finally uh got custody of. Yeah. So um, more details emerge in shocking murder of Atlanta rapper Trouble. Um, CBS forty six reporter Tory Cooper has obtained the arrest warrant for thirty three year old Jamichael Jones. The man police say shot and killed Atlanta rapper Trouble on Sunday, which was June fifth. According to the paperwork, Trouble, real name Marielle Orr, was asleep next to Jones' ex-girlfriend when Jones broke into her apartment. Jones reportedly woke the woman up by punching her in the face and a struggle between Jones and the Def Jam recording artist ensued. During the altercation, Jones allegedly pulled out a gun, shot Trouble once in the chest, and fled the scene. Deputies discovered him laying on the floor when they arrived at the apartment and rushed him to the local hospital where he died. The woman in Jones has been in a relationship for roughly three years, but she recently broke it off during uh, due to him being jobless and failing to pay his bills. After she broke up with him, Jones allegedly punched her in the face and fled. Though she called police, she never finalized the report. Jones turned himself in on Tuesday morning. Well, what was you about to say? I was about to say, this big nigga was just running from everywhere. And nobody could catch this big ass nigga. You feel me? <laughs> just fleeing the scene of a lot of shit. Nobody was too concerned until a body was shown up. Yeah. Until a body was taken. Uh, Jones turned himself in on Tuesday morning, June 7th. And the judge set a preliminary court hearing for uh, June 15th. He's facing multiple charges, including felony murder, aggravated assault, battery, and home invasion. County Sheriff Eric says Jones doesn't appear remorseful, but rather fearful. Okay. Yeah. Trouble, yeah, was, tr- trouble was love in his city. I'm so pretty, pretty sure he's scared. Pretty much it sounds like uh, Saturday night, uh, Trouble was out somewhere. Ended the night by um, linking up with uh, a little thotty. That he wanted to lay up with. And, um, you know, sadly, which is a lot of niggas' fears, he chose the wrong bitch's crib the wrong night. Mm-hmm. She got a abusive, disgruntled boyfriend from three years that she just broke it off with a few days ago. Out here running around causing terror. Nigga just punched you in his face. Who who, who knows when this nigga going to run back in the crib again? Why like, not? Nah, let me, uh, you know. Let me do my thing. Oh, uh, what you th- what you gotta say, man? Because you see where I'm headed. You I see know where I'm leaning towards. So yeah, I kind of. 
Ah man, this is a big fear, man. Hey, all my no, young, it's, 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 all my young brothers out there right now, man. The young age when you hitting that age where you can like kind of go off and do your own thing and hit up shorty that you linked up through fucking social media or wherever the fuck, but you don't know shit about her, man. Have a have an escape plan, bro. Have Facts. that peace with you or something, bro. Because um, have an escape plan. Women women do not think that deeply when it comes to situations like that. Women kind of like. It's super selfish in yeah. that in those situations where they're not thinking about what could fucking happen yeah. and how far it could possibly go. I think women women really downplay how like crazy niggas will go over like will get over them because it's kind of history like, shows you yeah like, it's kind of like romantic is romantic, the root of all <laughs> a little bit like oh girl he's so crazy and it don't become serious until like he either like put hands on you or. He killed somebody, and um, if a nigga is ever even like joking around, like oh, I kill for this pussy, like women take that shit serious. But like for the young man out there, when you do stuff like that, man, um, handle your business and dip out. <laughs> you feel me? Don't don't fall asleep next to the pussy, bro. Like dip out. Like you have done your job and you gotta leave. Like yeah, she was irresponsible. She was super irresponsible with how she was. Uh, Oh, man, she was super irresponsible with uh, you know handling this situation. Like three days, y'all just broke up three days. Maybe you should suggest the trouble. He just punch you in your face last time <laughs> like, you saw him. Maybe you should just y'all was together three like, years. Hey, let's let's probably go to a wholesale. Like my my boyfriend is kind of crazy. He I'm guessing they living place. together. Yeah, he probably still got. Yeah, that could have happened. But I'm also, guessing they was living together. Last time you saw him, he punched you in your face. I don't know if you changed the locks or not, but I mean that's not that's not gonna stop somebody from still pulling up. The reason why, like, I don't really want to, like, really, like, say I wonder if like, did he break in? Because it was like, did he break in? Because he said y'all woke, like, he woke he woke her up, punching her in the face. Like, y'all had, niggas was fast asleep bro, next to each probably, other in the bed. Like, after y'all fucked. And this nigga real, just walked in, just like. If we, if we oh, being real. Hey, the nigga. Bitch, wake yeah. up. I just, yeah. like, fled off. That bitch is irresponsible as fuck. That's yeah. how that shit went down. That's all I'm saying. I'm about to say, he probably had keys still. Um, and then, like. The fact that... Because, like, all right, listen, listen. If they broke up three days ago, that means it was either a Thursday. So, Friday... Three to a week. I'll say, like, three days to a week. That's what the report said. Okay. Doesn't you, even you matter. Still, you probably still, still ain't have enough time to change the, change the locks. Nigga probably was able to have, still have a key. Or he, probably, he probably gave her a key and still had a spare. Yeah, like, yeah. There's so many ways to get yeah. around that. You know what I'm Knew saying? how to open the door. Like, if you got a screen door, knew how to open the screen door. You know, just in case... So it was an apartment, so I, I doubt it was something too crazy. Yeah. But, um... I just think that's but, like um, the 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 point I do want to make like like I I don't want to really talk about this because trouble did lose his life, but it's like one of these things like I do say like sometimes a mistake is a lesson and sometimes that shit costs you your life, and me trouble made a mistake by just laying down with uh, by feeling so comfortable with a woman that he a woman he didn't know and he fell asleep next to that. Pussy that he really didn't know like that. That's kind of a mistake. You gotta go up out of there. But bro lost his life, man. It's kind of hard to like try to find the blame and who's wrong and who's right. Like, hey, man, shit. I'm, I'm not playing the blame game. It's just like, who's wrong. I mean, you you played. You we was got wrong. we got you blame. was wrong. You was wrong. I, everybody in the party was wrong. All three but of them. Oh, oh, oath and me. Oh, oh my gosh. Oath and me is is the nigga that's wrong is the nigga that's sitting in jail right now who deserved to be in jail. He's the nigga that's wrong. 
Bro, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody's if I'm walking, wrong for how they moved. If I'm walking and I see a nigga just slump booty in, in my bed with my ex or my girl at the time, I don't know how I'm going to react in that situation. But I promise you, I'm probably not going to shoot nobody. I'm probably just going to leave and cry, cry in the car or some shit. <laughs> like, I'm going to handle it better than that. But, but that's you, though. There's other niggas out here who's mentally not stable enough. And, and yeah, yeah. Shit like yeah. that will take you shit, over the boiling yeah. point yeah. where, you know what, yeah. blacked out. Yeah. yeah, I shot him. And I can't say I won't black out. Like, that's some shit. Like, that's some traumatizing shit, bro. That's really some traumatizing shit. You just walk in and see you. <laughs> Something's going down. I mean, yeah, I'm about to say if I'm in that situation, something's going yeah, down. Yeah. So especially your crib type shit. Like just break up with me and be in the bed with some damn like rapper? Nah, I don't know. But I mean R.I.P. trouble, man. Yeah, you my guy. Trouble, uh this should be a lesson to all the niggas out there. Everybody's all the young niggas, lesson. even the older niggas that don't young believe niggas, it, bro. Young like, females going, out there. If you go into a shorty's house, nigga, you better have something on you or you better have some type of escape plan or you better have a homie let uh, let a homie know where you about to be yeah. at, what's about to happen, what situation you're in. Like, it's been a handful of times I've been in a situation when I went to a girl's mm. crib that I I just met. I don't know like that, and I can tell you right now, every time was not the most comfortable time. Like yeah. I was in there like looking over my shoulder, paranoid, trying to get some pussy, not even comfortable. Wait, not even, even a comfortable situations. Even when we went to the um, college dorms, like when like you had shorty that live on the like the like the College campus type vibes. Nah, that's, still that's a little different. Okay. Nah, I mean we on campus. That's different. Right. But no, I'm talking about motherfuckers that got their cribs, and you go into their cribs, and you don't know who they're. Yeah. You don't know who they involved with. Yeah, you don't know what. Them. Nothing. 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 You, you can don't ask, know this bitch. You don't even know this bitch last name, dog. Yeah. I really. I wish Glove was here today. You can ask Glove. I'll be like, if I go to his shorty house, I'll text that nigga and be like, hey, bro. Like either I'll send the address or I'll let this nigga know. Be like, hey, bro, I low key don't feel comfortable. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna call me in like five the minutes. This is worth the race. <laughs> like call me in five minutes or like, hey, if I say like, bro, call like, just call me real quick. Like that was a situation like that where I was like, hey, bro, if I text you, call me, call my phone so I can get out of here because it was a that was a wild that was a wild time. Uh, I mean that's a scary situation, man. Because like, bro, like these bitches scandalous, bro. You don't know who these niggas. These bitches be dealing with, bro, and they'll have you in some wild situation females, that you never thought of. Females, look at this shit, man. Like these niggas be crazy out here. If a nigga is playing with you, like if a nigga is playing like that or saying these things, like, I kill you over this pussy, or I kill a nigga, like bro, leave that nigga alone, bro. That nigga do not need to be around you. And tell that man to go get help and find I mean, therapy. I even saw Shorty's on Twitter, um, holding Shorty accountable for the part she played in this. Yeah. Not giving her all the, you know, not yeah. straight saying like this is your fault, but like just like yo, you gotta. Hold some accountability for this. I feel like you should. I feel like you should use this as a. Um, you should use this as an example. Like I don't think you should use the people. But you should use this as an example. As like, all right, this is how not to do this. Like, That's if you're going to do some shit like this, this is the wrong way to do it. Well, yeah, and not blame the people that was involved, except for the guy that did the killing. So I think that's how we should look at. It. Like, if you're going to creep around, do stuff like this, this is how you don't do it. <laughs> Cause this is what can happen. I don't think we should try to find blame and all that stuff. But hey, man, nigga, sorry. I'm, uh, I'm just a black man here, bro. Bitch had a nigga in her bed last week. Was shacked up with him. I don't give a damn about you kicking him out. Another nigga shouldn't be over there that soon. Hoes want to be dismissive if they baggage, nah. And then some chick said, "Ladies invite someone same day if you so choose." And then other chicks was holding her accountable and was like, yo, y'all missing the point. This conversation stems from a certain incident. 
A man is dead over an abusive man coming to this lady's house. The girl was aware of him being deranged and abusive. She shouldn't have felt comfortable inviting anyone over knowing that he's capable of just losing his shit. I mean, he just punched you in your face. Yeah. The fuck you think he gonna do when he sees a whole fucking nigga in his bed and y'all knocked out because y'all yeah. just fucked each other's brains out? Yeah. And see, like, yo, we need we need women. This gotta though. be better, man. Bro, we, we need women to hold women accountable, bro. Because like. Cause we can't do it. Uh, yeah. If it's just straight niggas saying it, then it just sounds like protecting yeah, black women. Yeah, yeah. You know Cause like I mean. you telling a woman like, 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 uh, bring the nigga, bring a nigga the same day if you choose. Like, nigga, that's still like that lets me know like this whole time we was in a relationship. Like you wasn't really in this shit. Like you had a nigga in the in the cut tuck already. Like if you bring the nigga the same day. Like that's some irresponsible ass shit. Pro feminist tweet yeah. type Man, shit. Look, bro. Just, you know, women. Y'all better power. stop letting them goddamn pro. Hold the power. They goddamn feminists so. get y'all in situations y'all don't need to be in, man. But that ain't but, the only bad news out of uh, yeah. R.I.P. My boy, trouble, man. Nigga, you know, I'm going to still bump my favorite tracks from you and, you know, hold it down. I don't know how strong the camp duct tape going to be with you going, bro. But, uh, fuck, dog. Also, man. man ain't um, the only bad news in Georgia, yeah. man. R.I.P. Um, Metro Boomin's mom, man. Um, she lost her life over the weekend to another crazy-ass nigga. Uh, so, prayers up to Metro Boomin and his family. Uh, that shit was hard to hear, man. I couldn't imagine. Uh yeah, uh, let's say Metro Boomin's mother was killed by her husband. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what it was. And then killed himself shortly after. So there's no, no justice, no retaliation. Like all those options is out the window. The only option you have is to, to find a way to heal from this nigga killing your mom and then taking his life, man. That's some. But sometimes I be feeling like life ain't really real, bro. This ain't real. Like, is this what life was supposed to be like? No, I think just we uh, a string of the most unfortunate events possible every goddamn week. I think we just made it hella complicated. I think we could all live peacefully on this planet, but now we done made it so complicated that um, you know, people. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I think there will always be bad people, but not to the to the to to the amount we're seeing like. Niggas just spazzing out and killing their wives and then killing themselves. Like that's that's some that's level shit. Niggas going to schools and killing kids. Shit in Africa. I think somebody went into a church and killed like thirty people or some shit like that. So RPs those people. So the cops say Leslie Joanne Wayne was murdered at the hands of her husband on Friday evening, June third. Her spouse then killed himself, according to TMZ. The man was not Metro Boomin's father. So far, authorities have yet to release any more details because an autopsy is underway to determine the cause of Leslie Joanne Wayne's death. Mm. The producer representative confirmed the news with the outlet, and they are requesting privacy as he mourns the loss of his mother. Like, prayers up for uh, Metro, man. I mean, prayers up. I, I definitely couldn't imagine losing my mom, especially at like this stage of my life. Like, uh. I think maybe Metro, if he's not the same age as me, maybe a couple years older, he got some grown-ass kids already, too. Yeah. And I can, you know, losing your mom at, like, this state, I can. Man, it's not I even can't about, even picture it, bro. It's not even about that, too, but it's also the way you lost your mom. Like, I mean, you know all of it. Yeah, it's like somebody up. killed your mom and then killed them. A lot of nuances behind it, man. It's just, you know, I'm just naming a couple of them. You got nowhere to place that anger at. Just, man. R.P. bro. 
R.I.P. man. Prayers in prison. I was reading the Fader magazine. I was reading about how Metro Mom used to take him all the way to Atlanta. I was in the penitentiary, Fader magazine. I don't know if you remember that article. Wow. We're talking about like like 2016. Right. The article came out like 2016. I'm in the penitentiary. I'm reading that. And you just was like, man, I'm out here. I'm grinding, man. We getting down here. We getting, we going to the A to make it happen. And now you done made beats for everybody. Yeah, man. That's a blessing. Super dope. R.I.P. Moms, man. R.I.P. Shit, man. We got we got any goddamn return on the Mac. Something else to Sorry, y'all, but hey, we about to uh, lighten up and... It's death every week, in. man. It's hard not to talk about certain people when you fuck with certain people. And this platform is a certain type of platform that we got. Yeah. And you know what, man? Can't keep dodging it, man. The, the next topic, this is for Trouble, man, because, you know, Trouble had a moment uh, back in the day where uh, women was sucking on cucumbers, and he made that like a real thing. So, this is for Trouble right here. Uh, there's ladies in there's a lady in uh, Maryland that um came over to school to help out these women. <laughs> and uh what's what's the name of the school? You know the name of it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the name of it. What's it? What's it? Dick Academy? <laughs> Dick Sporting Goods? No boy school. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, some shorty out of Maryland, man. She got some, um, this class that she put together, I guess it's called Dick School, where she teaches um, other women in the surrounding areas how to ride penis. So, yeah, you can book in, book her for pole, twerk, chair parties. Um, I think it's called Fantasy Fitness in Maryland. I don't know exactly where it's at in Maryland. Actually, I do. Gwen Oak. Uh I don't know how close it is to where my folks is out at out there in Maryland. I really hope none of my like girl cousins and uncles and I mean not uncles but aunts and them is at Dick School. Whatever y'all are, that's y'all business. Hold it down, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. Um, don't shit. make the family look weak. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. Riding for Rookies is a beginner level dance riding class, and we are coming to a city near you. Our summer tour dates have just been released. If you go to the main page, click on the Lake Tree link for the tickets and cities, and hopefully, we'll see you in a city near you. So, bro. There's so many ways women can make money, bro. It's fucking ridiculous, dog. But I like this way. This is. A I'm not hating on. Yeah, I'm not hating on. Way. Bro, no way possible. I'm hating on any of this. Yeah. Um, females can really run up a bag. Like they can like start classes where they can just like teach chicks like I guess regular shit that I guess all chicks don't know how to do. Like how to ride a dick. 
we're going to sit here and like, I mean, there's not, you know, there's technically not a real like dick down there. And she's actually like, no, hop on this meat and <laughs> do this. But just the technique, like just selling technique and getting the back off of it. Like women be doing this. Yeah, like nah, these twerk classes and shit. Like, bro, I follow a few of these IG bitches that, that host twerk classes. And them shits be looking kind of full. And yeah. they just be in there wilding out. Yeah, it's just she be getting sh- back. Shaking ass. Having like, a good time. Drinking with muscles. I I I love the hustler spirit. Yeah, like, I'm, y'all I'm found a mad. way to provide a service. I rather I ain't gonna count. If you can like finesse, like get this hustle off, I rather you do this than to like do OnlyFans. OnlyFans a little that's like some easy shit, bro. Like just showing your pussy, titties, you know. Still that's entrepreneur, right. selling. No, I mean I'm, I'm still I'm, a business. Hey, look, bro. still a businesswoman. However you get, selling product. However you get your money, I don't really care. I'm not one of these niggas that get on a microphone and be like, well, in ten years, it's not gonna matter. Hey, look, my best advice is to invest your money into some shit. Ten years, your fucking eight year old son gonna be, mommy, what's this? Oh yeah, and like that's my only advice to women. Whatever you do now, you can do whatever you want in this world. Just live with the consequences. So you have to, rem- you y'all have to remember if y'all go to do OnlyFans, eventually in this day and age, your son or your daughter might find out. If you're not willing to have that conversation with them at that whatever age they find out, maybe you shouldn't do it. But Mommy, I'm not my friend Jack said he saw you at a glory hole. What is that? <laughs> he wouldn't tell me what a glory hole is, but he saw you sticking. <laughs> no, yeah. And if you're going to do OnlyFans and you got a son. Please put him in boxing classes because you're just asking for him to fight every day. So you might as well make sure he know how to throw hands properly. But um, Mom, my friend Jared said he saw you get trained on. <laughs> what the hell is a trade? My okay. So my question now is, how do you send that to the girl you're seeing, or the girl like your girl, the girl you're seeing, like and you just like, hey baby, you know, I feel like you should check out this class, and then you just send them dick school. Like, how do you let them know, like? Say that word song. Like, how do you send that to your girl? Like, letting them know, like, ah, you could be better at riding this pole I got down here. So I'm gonna send you to dick school. Like, <laughs> really, skill, skill. You not send it? So you don't. Send nah, it. just that pole, riding the pole. Just <laughs> that was the only part I did that <laughs> on. But uh, I mean, I, I don't know. What I, I don't even know if I still talk to you if you didn't know how to ride. Dick, I don't know if I'm looking for sources to help you out. I feel like that's something that you need to well, what you identify your damn self and go find out. Cause the first time we smashing and your the rhythm's off like that, and I'm probably not gonna want to fuck you again. So I doubt I'm sending you to dick school <laughs> under my payment. You think you slick, bitch, not? That answers your question, sir. The fucking rhythm being off, that's hilarious. Cause it'd damn, be like that. about time for commercial. Yeah, it is. Run that shit up. Okay. <laughs> shit. Damn. Oh shit. Yeah, commercial time, man. We'll be right back. Holy shit. Hello. This is a prepaid collect call from It's Glove. An inmate at Florida Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press one. To refuse charges, thank you for using T Medics. You may start the conversation now. Hello? Hey man. Alright, what's up, Glove, man? You good in there, bro? Oh, no, man. They really on my head talking here, bro. Hey, man, don't even worry about it, dog. Don't even worry about it, dog. You only got to do 30 days, man. Hey, you be out. Yeah, man, it's Glove, bro. Man, they, they really on my head in here, bro. 
Hey, bro, don't worry about it, man. I, I can send some money to your books, man. How much you need, dog? Nah, tell that nigga to send money to his baby mama. Anything, he might be in this fucking situation. Come on, man. Come on, chill. Man, tell him Slick to chill out, man. You don't know what's going on. Hey, I've been sending that bitch money, man. She just acting bro, bro, like she's you ain't got to explain it, yourself, man. bro. I, we know how it is, bro. We know how it is. Nah, he got to explain to the DA why the fuck he in there, man. Come on, Slick, chill, bro. Chill. Crazy. These niggas really. Oh, Slick, want to talk to you real quick, man. Hello? Man, What's up, nigga? They really on my head top, man. They talking about if I want protection, I owe them money, or I gotta give it up. I'm like, what man, what's your lawyer talking about, about, man? I don't know, man. He said I gotta do these 30 days, or if I can bind out, I can stay at home. But bro, just thug out the 30 it. days and come out a better man, nigga. Know, man. Handle your shit. I can't do it. They tell me I gotta give it up. I'm bro, like, you crying? What I gotta give up? They tell me, they go clap their hands together like this. Like I'm like, bro, you come out of snitch, you can't come back to the pod, bro. I'm letting you know right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to tell her my baby mom's for real. Let's go, come get like, this phone, bro. <laughs> Hello, bro. Her ass. She got illegal cable. Look, Look bro. Oh, just just I'm stay calm. Gonna, keep your booty hole tight, man. man. We're going to get some keep bell money for you. <laughs> bro, bro, you good? Go! What? And now a word from Dame Dash. That's out of the I funded Lee Daniels. Damn I right. really walk it like I talk it. I put Jay Z on, fucking Kevin Hart on, Lee Daniels on, Rachel Roy on, everybody in my culture that's doing it, I put on. The person that's sitting with the president right now, I put on. Whether he's saying, doing it right or wrong, we all have a voice. I gave the culture a voice, and I still fight for it, and I made him rich. Don't tell me what to do. You go Google me before you talk to me about that. Then you should know better. Listen. I walk in like I told you. Nah, I need to hear that full conversation. Because what did that white man say for him to get that? Little Dame Dash appreciation for y'all. <laughs> but shouts to Dame Dash. I'm not mad no, at him. Because he Which ain't niggas really will hold Dame Dash down a little bit more, man, for his loyalty to the culture. That's a, a very loyal man to the culture, man. Yeah. He puts black. Well, for the most part, he put black people first. Mm. You know, niggas would. Say different because of his uh, wife or his uh, spouse, but you know, what's his wife? White. Oh, I ain't know that. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. Sometimes it be the niggas with the white wives that be hella like pro black, like. But he's definitely for the culture yeah. though. So I wish niggas would hold him down a little bit more. Yeah. But uh, yeah, shout out to Dame Nash. But what was you saying about uh, white buddy um, interviewing him or something? Oh yeah, I want to know what he asked for Dame Nash to be like, nigga. What like? What if he just asked? <laughs> I asked him like, bro, don't you think you be overreacting or something? Because I ain't seen the whole thing yeah. either. I don't even know who that nigga was that yeah, was uh, interviewing him. But knowing Dame Nash and like seeing like the type of shit that set him off, it was probably some shit like that. Yeah. Side note: I'm tired of seeing random white men just like pop up on my <laughs> Netflix because like <laughs> I saw like um. For some reason, last week, I just wanted to watch, like, like niggas just, like, go crazy on food. Like, I was watching, like, China Mac, like, a uh, food show. So, like, I was on Netflix, and I saw, like, a food okay. show pop up, and it was, like, uh, Feed Phil or some shit like that. So, I'm like, bro, who was this white man? Bro, this food show was just this white man making funny faces and just eating people food and low-key being, like, a dickhead. Like, not a dickhead, but, like, low-key just being, like, a little rude. And being just in his white purpose, I'm like, who is this white man right here? But that's another story for another day. Oh, that's and the type of content that's no, occupying I, your space? No, I actually turned that off and went back to China Mac. Fucking <laughs> Chinese Mac eat or something. My bad, China Mac's eat or something. I forgot. Did you say Chinese Mac, or, mac and cheese? <laughs> really skilled. It's, uh, it's Mac's eats. Mac's eats, man. Shout out to China, uh, China Mac, bro. You said uh, that was short for China. <laughs> Chinese Mac and cheese, nigga? 
That's wild. Uh, shit, what was going on, man? A lot been going on. Fucking. <laughs> Time to talk about some music news, yeah. bro. What's music some music news you trying to tap in on, bro? What's happening? Uh, what's um, what's um, Carisha doing, man? You know, her she got her own show. Into Carisha, please. Mm. That she got from Diddy on Revolt. Are we gonna be honest and just realize Diddy is like being or like that's her like sugar daddy and like his name is Love, bro. Brother Love. I thought it was just straight love. Oh, it's just straight love. Huh? I thought I thought it was. I'm. Yeah, I mean, clearly, you know, they're they're dating, they're fucking each other. Um. Yeah. Right. Shit, you Felt like some- uh, her <clears throat> her personality. Her uh, conversation was um, ill enough to have her own spot on Revolt. I low key her was... own space, her own podcast slash show. So, you know, he hooked her up with the production and the show, and um, he blessed her with the first episode featuring I... Diddy. I low key want you to drop the bag and um, do a hand clap real fast. Do a hand clap? Yeah, drop the little ching and a hand clap. Shout out to uh, Young Miami, bro. I want to say it every time, especially y'all can't hear me over the hand clap. Shout out to Young Miami, bro. Shout out to Young Miami. I just want to like really get that off. Like Young Miami. Why? You know why? I know. Listen, girl. So you're telling me she put that pussy on that nigga so good that she got a show a TV show on this nigga network though. Like, like, bro. Like, I gotta respect. Like, she. Like, I gotta respect her, bro. Like. So you respect her laying that pussy down the right way to get her a a space on Uh, and a billionaire nigga. I respect it. Hey, Diddy loves love, bro. She could be, she could just be fucking, you know, a, a, a rapper that's up and coming. Like we done seen her glow up. You feel Does me? he have a network? Got hey, shouts, you know. So when you woke up and we were shrinking, what it was about? I mean, it it it, it just. So what we is? What you like about me? Like why the way she talking, like she's just a hood <laughs> chick. It just on. so happened to be. It ain't no hold on. Day in one of her you like making up a fucking Chinese fool or American? Are you a cheater? You can't think. You gotta just say it. Wow. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing. All right, time to get into some uh, criticism. All right, the only thing about the show. The only reason why this first episode is working so well, well, is because the guest was P. Diddy, mm. Sean Combs, Puff Daddy, yeah. Brother Love, whatever the fuck his name is this month. Yeah. I I can't tell you that I'm going to run back to this show slash podcast with mm. different guests pulling up. Because mm-hmm. even like with Diddy on there, like the questions she asked was like real like... Had nothing to just do with city nothing. girls like blatant yeah. questions. Like you yeah. just like you don't like dig and ask like no deep felt question. You kind of just ask like. Basically. So you like to love? You like to make love or you like to fuck? Mm. So uh, how much would you spend Not on a bitch? No how much would you spend no. on a bitch first day? Oh, so every day is like Christmas with you. Mm. Not adding no value. Like, just asking questions like that, and it's just but like was able to get a show up there. I gotta respect you. Shout out to Carisha. Hey, bro, I'm not mad at anything. But <laughs> clearly, Diddy fucks with you heavy, yeah. even though you. Diddy's twice your age, and I'm not exaggerating. I'm pretty sure he's probably twice your nah, fucking age. Yeah, so. How you feel about it? I don't care. Dog. My dad fucks bitches younger than me, mm. and he's about to be 60, so I don't give a fuck. I, 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 I peep. Is that your I future? might be the same nasty nigga when I'm about, That's what I was about 60 to say. Is that your years old. Like, you just, 
You about to be 50, 60? 30 years down the line? I'm, I don't know. <laughs> Just piping I don't know. out. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at it. Shit, that shit. niggas up for Viagra. <laughs> like, yo, you got the blue chew on that nigga? I'm hitting Cam up for that goddamn pink, that pink powder. But, um, yeah, man. Um, Shout out to Brother Love, man. I mean, uh, we'll see how successful the show can get. I mean, there's a lot of ghetto slash city girl lovers out there. Yeah. So they might support y'all. I don't know. I really don't know how um, that demographic holds content down supportive-wise. Me personally, if I had to guess, I don't think the show's going to make it unless you can get some like real conflict-worthy uh, guests. Like, maybe some people she had beef with. Like, who else she had beef with before? What, uh, Nick Minaj? City Girls. Like, unless she can, like, pull some shit off like that. Cardi B. I, I, can't, like- I can't see the show being that appealing to where it's like, yo, I got to watch and see what Carisha please ask this person today. Like, I, I don't see none of that And that's what I was about to say. I think if she gets into her bag where she asking, like, real hard-hitting questions... Or like you know, force like I don't think that's really her character, yeah, though. really so having conversations with people. I think that would make the show good. But that goes to all right. So let's go to like well, it was all camera uh, listeners. I was telling them how at the end it was like two minutes of credits, and I'm trying to figure out how all these people were involved in this real basic setup that is not much like production. Like once you watch the episode, and I'm just like, um, unless some of them niggas that was scrolling at the end of those uh credits actually put in on them cards some heartfelt questions or some good questions that people actually want to hear and some good conversation tip and talk points maybe but unless they add some more production to it i don't really see it going nowhere yeah and i was telling him off air like that might be a sag thing because you know when you do like network tv shows like you gotta go with the union kind of so it might just be sound guys niggas holding the mic um Fucking niggas going to get water for P. Diddy when he's thirsty. It might just be anything. But, yeah, but, uh, you know, I don't know, bro. But why were you on P. Diddy, man? Wait a minute. You got some more clips from that show? I forgot what these clips was. I was about to just play some random. I feel like you single, but we go together. So, how would you feel about telling people that I'm single because we go together? <laughs> 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 I'm not laughing. Hold on. It ain't no hold on. We go together now? Real bad. Okay. Whatever you say. I like that. Is that how you giving up if that question was presented to you? Depends on who's asking. <laughs> Solely depends on who's asking. Bro. For real. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of... Mm. And I got kids to feed, so I feel like love will come, you know, later yeah. on down, like, down the line for me. So do I still believe in love? Kinda sorta, but niggas ain't shit. Mm. I hear that. (laughs) 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 Well, shit. Niggas probably just fucked the night before. I'm like, damn, niggas ain't shit. Niggas ain't shit, huh? That's crazy. You want this billion dollar dick, though, (laughs) don't you? Yeah, that's crazy. You just swallowed this billion dollar dick last night, though, but I ain't shit. Oh, man. See, if I'm busy, I'm on another. That's why I can't have that type of money, bro. I'm on a different type of time. Niggas might get me out of here. Shit, Young Jock was trying to get Diddy out of here over that contract, but <laughs> Diddy had to text him and call, call that nigga phone like, bro, who you talking to, Playboy? Like, nigga, shit get wicked out here real quick. Is that one of the latest uh, rappers to go to Vlad mm. profile? I mean, Vlad's um, 
platform. Platform and goddamn. Because Vlad was not different in this interview. He was not the one giving the interview. It was no, somebody he wasn't. No, nah, it's somebody else. Oh well. Yeah, man. Did Look, you watch the whole joint, or you just saw clips of it? No, I've been watching this interview series for Young Jock because this shit has been entertaining. Young Jock is a funny storyteller, and I really fought with this like with this like the like how he presented his side of the story. So like, I'm not mad at how he's giving his shit up, but um, I do advise y'all. I know like a lot of people don't support Vlad right now, but I do advise y'all to watch this shit right here because this shit is fucking messy funny. as well. Fuck yeah. that nigga. But these clips is funny. Cause I already got the technicalities, all the shit laid out. I'm like, nah, this this shit ain't right. Nigga, this say that I can get out, this say I can get out, this say I can get like three different things that I can get out of the deal. And I'm telling Diddy, I'm like, I'm like, man, I, I need y'all to let me know something. I was sitting there and I was just sitting there like, man, I got I gotta get back to my music. I love this shit. I like, damn, man, I wish me and Puff was on good terms and shit. And I was looking at the war show and Puff was on the front row. He was laughing, he was kicking it. <laughs> and some came over me, bro. I was like, if you, I text Puff, God can take my mama, if I'm lying. I said, Puff, if you don't let me out this contract on my mama, it will be consequences and repercussions anywhere you touch down and I can get to you. Boy, that nigga hit back, yo, Playboy, who you? you don't, we don't talk like that, Playboy. I was like, yeah, I know. But I had to get your attention. I want out. Because I, I already nah, got the technicalities. All the shit like You said that a lot back in there. But, um. This is fucking Burman. But I do want to, this will bring to another, this will bring to another topic. But uh, with this young jock, what's going on with this young jock interview? And it's, you know, he's just telling his story and his come up. And um, pretty much, he was uh, messing with a dude named Block, Big Block or Block Entertainment. And. That dude kind of had ego trip and was like doing shit out of the weirdness and kind of making it hard for like Young Jock to move. And um, in the interview, the guy asked Young Jock like, "Hey, uh, do you miss making music?" Because Young Jock right now is on the radio and all that stuff. And he's like, "Yeah, I miss making music, but I hate the business side of it. It's too much fake shit going on." Yeah, so. yeah well, you know, I, yeah, too much fake shit going on. Blah blah blah. Boom boom. And um, really, the question I'm asking is, look, well, the question I'm trying to present is, like, it's crazy to see, like, somebody like Young Jock where he had a, a real moment in hip-hop from uh, his first uh, single, uh, It's Going Down, to Buy Me a Drink, and then... Well, what? Is, but... Okay, whatever. Uh, buy well, Me a Drink. Yeah, but he got a story of how T-Pain asked him to fucking hop on that sh- on that song. He literally bought T-Pain a drink. And T-Pain was like, yo, you're the only person that bought me a drink before. Hop on this song. No, song was supposed to be for Lil Flip. And Lil Flip kind of fucking flex on, flex on T-Pain. Because T-Pain was being a fucking awkward nigga. So, um, but, you know, it's just like, it's crazy to hear these stories of what we consider one-hit wonders. And, you know. There's more to the story of why they were one hit wonders. Or, John not one hit. Nah, like I'm just saying. Four. Yeah, he got, he got three, like or three or four. four. He got three or four. But what most people will remember is it's going down. Niggas won't. Niggas probably forgot Young Jock was on. I'm buy you a drink. What was the other joint he said? Uh, what was the Butterfly other Doors or some shit like that? Yeah. Nah, no, it was like a what was it, ice cream shop or something. Yeah. What yeah. that shit called? Something. I don't remember. Yeah. But anyways, man. Yeah, I just thought. Um, Something, something at the something shop. Yeah. What was that? 
She know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I just I literally can't remember that shit. But yeah, man. Y'all check that young jock interview out. Um the Cassie when he was in the club. Oh yeah, yeah. Diddy yeah. was like, "Yo, cut your hair, cut your fucking hair." I always tell this story, nigga. I took, <laughs> I took my wife to Miami for her birthday. My ex-wife. I rented this big motherfucking big big eighty foot yacht. You know what I'm saying? We on that motherfucker drinking some rock. <laughs> <laughs> I hit Puff. I'm like, yo. Oh, God. I'm in Miami. I'm on the yacht. I'm about to come past y'all. Niggas said, pull up, nigga. Me and Cassie, we just laying around. We ain't doing nothing. We chilling. I said, I'm going to pull up. Nigga, I pulled up, docked to that nigga house, got off, went in there, fucked with the nigga, got on the jet skis, went and kicked it for about two hours. When it was time to leave, he's like, nigga, what y'all doing tonight? Bring your wife, let's go out. I like, bet. So me and Puff talking. We kicking it. i never forget this. I pulled back up. Puff like, get in a Jeep with me, nigga. He like, nigga, you need to get you some of these Jeeps right here. And, and, and nigga, get you a Jeep like this. When you come to Miami, nigga, we can mob like this. I'm like, yeah, this shit, this a, is a move. So we ride to the club bumping Biggie. I'm like, nigga, this high is a, I'm like, this I ain't supposed never to really be, the opportunity to just be with Puff. Like, this is what I envisioned when I signed the bad boy, nigga. Yo, Puff, I feel like Puff is one of them niggas that just, like... <laughs> like Loki is gonna make you go broke because he's telling you to buy shit out of your price range. Where it's like it's gonna motivate you. Be like, yeah, man, I'm gonna make the biggest song ever. And like, yeah, hopefully you do make that big song. But go ahead. <laughs> like, n like nigga, me and you, he never, he never overshadowed me. But we never got a chance to just be together. It was here and there, moments in time. But like how that moment was, oh, I'm like, he's like, that shit feel right, nigga. We need to be like mob. And I'm like, yeah, nigga. So I never forget, we pull up to fucking live, nigga. He saw this, this, this white woman. It was bottles on bottles on bottles around her. It was lit. Puff jumped out. Me and Cassie sitting next to each other. My wife right here, Cassie right here. The nigga jumped off the bar, came over and said, yo, yo, Cassie, tomorrow, I want you to shave the side of your head. And I was like, I'm like, what the fuck kind of request is that? <laughs> like, so when I'm like, what the fuck? So when I look up there, this white woman side of her head was shaved, my nigga. And the bitch looked good with it. So I was looking at Cass, I was like, well, I, I was like, you're not about to do that, are you? She said, well, I mean, whatever Sean wants, I'm gonna do. I was like, well, you make sure you send me a picture before you do that shit. So within like two, three days, she sent me a picture. I'm like, she done shaved her motherfucking head. <laughs> I'm like, that shit look good. When that shit hit the internet, boom. She started a whole trend, man. A whole trend. And I watched it she happen. She started a whole trend. So I got so many moments and stories in time like this, bro. I could go on for days. Um, yo, man, Diddy, Diddy lost a real one with Cassidy, man. Because I don't know too many women that would be like... Well, I ain't. I don't got millions of dollars either. So why would you listen? Take my request of how I feel like you should look. So, but yeah, that's crazy. Shout out to Jock, man. Shout out to Jock. Um, we was just speaking on T Pain, and T Pain made some headlines, and um, and yeah, that's how I was trying to tie everything together. T Pain. Said on Twitch or wherever he was on, I think he was on his podcast. Hey, I'm it wasn't his. He was on some white person right. podcast. I don't know some some white person podcast. Let's just say Logan Paul. Hey, I make <laughs> I make more money than I do on Twix, Twitch, Twitch, 
than I do making music or I had from making music or some shit in the past couple years. Thought that was an interesting conversation. I'm making more money off of video games than I've made in the last four years. No, just playing them. Wait, you're making money playing video games? Playing video games. Evo's podcast. That's playing them on Twitch. Yeah. So from your Twitch stream, you're getting more revenue than from music? Yeah. What the fuck? What? How? Is that possible? I don't know. It's just, I mean, because it's authentic. Because it's organic. Are you good at video games? Oh, no. I'm trash. <laughs> and I think that what that's what makes it better. I mean, there there are definitely good players out there that make a ton of money, but I think the entertainment that comes from somebody like me being trash at it, mm-hmm. I think that's just more valuable. People so literally they, pay you they pay to, you to watch. like shout them out. Like uh, you don't even have to. There's these things called um the Twitch game, man. That's something I've been looking into, but I just don't have a following to hop in that bitch. It's the hardest part, bro. Yeah. You got a following, man. So many doors open up, so many avenues, so many different ways to get a bag, man. That's why you see motherfuckers going crazy for this social media life and trying to get a viral moment and just really putting their pride to the side. Because, I mean, hey, man, followers, followers bring opportunities, bro. Hell yeah. But it's dope that... Um I don't really like consider... You can be trash as fucking games and get paid to play. That too. Yeah, that's super dope. But I was about to say, I don't really consider T-Pain an older artist, but it's dope that like artists that had a moment... 20 plus still, in the game. He's, yeah, he's can still... 20 years in the game. 20 years in the game. Yeah, I think it came out like early 2000s. Damn, we are in 2022. Oh, 20. So yeah, if, he, if, not, yeah. if it's not 20 exactly, yeah, it's, it's, it's coming it. up yeah. very, oh, soon, wow. very soon. Very wow. soon. Wow. So, I want to say I'm Sprung came out like... 2002, three. Yeah. So yeah, almost twenty years. Wow, that's crazy. So yeah, yeah, older artists. It's 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 dope to see now they can find a way to make a bag. Like if shit, if this was like the early fucking two thousands and you was rapping and you was Curtis Blow, nigga. If niggas wasn't like booking you for shows, like it's kind of hard for you to get that bag. So it's dope that he found another lane and he can make money. And hey, it's not like he's making more money from playing games than. Nigga's already making money, so he just making more money. So it's just just more bags, man. Just I love it. Shout out to T Pain, Mike. Yeah, I love it for our culture, man. Love it. Shit, um, what else going on, man? I know the You wanna talk about old artists getting bags or getting to the bags. Um, Joel's. He got Joel's. some nice little baggies. Yep. I like to call it designer bud. Designer bud, man. I can't feel my face pack. Designer bud, is you smoking like this? Huh? <laughs> Um uh, man, uh um, Joel Santana was on Drink Champs and he was um, you know, introducing his new weed to the game. And like you got an interesting take on it. Uh I like your take, so you know. What you are uh, Oh, you're talking about um well, if we're gonna talk about it, um what he's pushing his new mm-hmm. product, the designer, but yo, where the fuck did I send that? I, was like, I, had, I just sent this to the I, had the, I can't feel your feel my face weed. I don't know if I want that. Um, you know, it's playing off of his old yeah. mixtape that he collabed with Lil Wayne back in the day and shit, whatever. But um, I do think it's um, um, I think it's unique where uh, niggas in the culture is taking this uh weed shit now. Now that it's getting legal and you know more accessible everywhere, designer weed. Like I, the way like people are using weed as an accessory, like it's a fucking wallet or a bag, like a a purse or a watch or something. Now you got the designer pack to go along with it. Like the weed aesthetic, man, it's a real thing. Like back then, niggas really just wanted good weed just so they can get high. Like they didn't care about all this extra shit. But now that it's 
now that it's legal and you can just have it out and show it off, why not design it out, man? And just add add it to your aesthetics, man. I think my generation kind of like, well, shit, no, it would would technically be your generation. It would technically be your generation. You sure it's mine? Yeah, because you remember when EXO was out? Was y'all calling we EXO down here? I don't remember. All right, so EXO was like basically gas. Before niggas started calling we gas and like, it was it was loud, but niggas just called EXO. So when we would cop EXO, if it was like a gram or like you know two G's or whatever, they would come in these little baggies and they would either have like an EXO or like a little Batman symbol on it. That was my first time seeing weed coming baggies like that. Designer bags. Yeah, pretty much. And that's how you knew you had fucking loud. And now the way the game has gone now, since you know cookies and all that stuff. You know, you you have these bags that are pretty dope. Shout out to my guys in Virginia Beach. Um, first class um, gas, man. Shout out to my boy Dev. You know, his baggies, they're they're dope as hell. You know, they got the logo and shit. Shout out to him for putting our logo up there as well. And, um, <clears throat> you know, just to get people to buy into the brand, yeah, you kind of got to do it like that. It's, it's a accessory. Because there's like, a lot of niggas already. Yeah, it's a lot of it, niggas. So. So. No, I, I definitely, I fully agree. Yeah. You were, I yeah. fully agree because, I mean, you got to find a way to stand out or build that relationship or just make your shit more appealing than the next weed man. There's yeah. like three of them right there that, you know, got loud weed as well. Yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? And then when I realized you can buy these bags off Amazon and then pay whatever bullshit weed you want to put in, that's when I was like, ah. Pretty sure there's a website somewhere where you can go design it your damn self and then oh, look yeah, it up yeah, like this. You know, once when something like this like opens up and floods the market, mad hustles yeah. just you know form and get birth. You know what I mean? And you know, I'm not, I'm not mad at it, man. I'm not mad at. It. I do miss the days of just like handing my weed in a sandwich bag and or just handing me the bug. And I just got to find some goddamn loose paper or a dollar bill. I kind of miss the days when niggas was like kind of looked down at the weed heads. Now everybody wants to be a weed head and a designer bag carrier, and everybody smokes the the designer gas now, and everybody has the cool name to their weed. And I kind of miss when niggas used to look down, like, oh, you're just going to smoke your life away. Oh, you know those killed brain cells, don't you? <laughs> like, I heard it all. I heard it all. I'm not, uh... But, uh... Dang, bro, yeah, you are from that that cloth of, like, oh, weed is bad. Lord, they had a commercial on TV. Bro, my, where... my generation made it, I, like, made it yeah, good. Like it made it uh, acceptable. Yeah, because when I was coming up, Wiz Khalifa was like already popping. So because Wiz, like, yeah, Wiz yeah. Khalifa just started popping. He was making everybody like, look, man, you can smoke weed and still get to the bag, or you know, yeah. live your Currency life, was still be like a good guy. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah we <laughs> you can. <laughs> we has changed in the last ten years. But um, the Jewels interview on uh Drink Champ. Shout out to Nori, man. He looked like he's about to run away with. Potter of the year, uh, decade, possibly. Decade. This goddamn Dave Chappelle interview come out. Decade. Oh yeah, and they pushed that back. I almost forgot he had it in the tuck. But um, um how you feel about the episode? Anything you you took away from it? Yeah, this, this is what I took away from it. Joel Santana, I'm proud that you took hella accountability, bro. You coulda you coulda got up there and start talking shit about Cam. And I'm not saying like he can't. But uh, my what shit was he gonna say? Bro, you know how artists are. They'll get up there. But you would be wrong, though. So yeah, That's what I'm saying. That's he could have been wrong. Yeah. Even And I want to say this, just in case somebody be like, well, what about Jim Jones? Well, Jim Jones was a little different. It sounded like Cam was just being a petty homeboy and was just like kind of like doing shit to piss Jim Jones off. But a lot of these artists get up there and blame everybody else for why their career didn't go the way it went. And Joel's 
went up there and said, hey, man, it's kind of my fault that my career ain't go this way because either I didn't pay out enough music or whatever it was he said. And I do thought I thought that was incredibly dope of uh, Joel's and made me it made me get a newfound respect. Well, not found respect, some more respect for Joel's because I always thought he was a cool dude and all that stuff. But just to hear him take accountability of his own career. Hey, man, I respect it. What about you? Um, I probably got like 20 more minutes left of the three-hour episode. Um, I definitely enjoy it. Joel's is definitely um one of my favorite rappers listening to coming up. Um, shit, from me to you album is probably, it might be in my top 10 if I put a list together. Um, I mean, yeah, I fuck with it. Um, I like hearing him still talk swaggy and yeah. give it up like saucy, like, yo, y'all, y'all know who the fuck I am. Yeah. Like, y'all know I'm Joel's. Like, y'all know what I used to do. Like, y'all remember I was arguably like the best rapper in the game Facts. for a window. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm glad, like, he, I like it when like rappers talk like that. I'm like, bro, don't forget who I was and what I did for y'all and how I had y'all vibing. I like how he said when he was in prison, like, He's like, yo, y'all know I was in prison like 26 months and my bills are still paid. Like, y'all might have heard one story that really didn't have nothing to do with me, but like, I made sure my bills was paid. Like, y'all not asking them questions how that happened. So, yeah, man, shout out to Jewels. Yeah, he definitely, um, <clears throat> uh, Nori asked him, I guess, the story of how he, you know, fucking got caught up at the airport and left the goddamn little rasco in the bag that he didn't even know about. So, you want to play some of that? Hell yeah. Had that pocket rocket on him, man. First of all, you know, hey, if you gotta take, if you gotta, yeah, if you so gotta go to anywhere and you feel like you need to bring a gun with you, don't go. This is. He had a video shoot, so I knew him, but I didn't really know the guys and mm. who was gonna be at the video. So you know, mm. I take the little pocket rocket with me. You know what I mean, to. I go up there, Dolo. I'm like, I'm not really gonna call on my guys because they gonna bring. It's gonna be too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Boom! I take the pocket rocket with me. I go, change my clothes, got the Supreme bag. I'm like, ah, right, everything's cool. Put the joint in the bag. That I got. Get back home that night, put the bag down. Wake up from a long night, being high, cool. Gotta go to the airport, miss one flight, all right, gotta, all right, all right, cool. Grab that bag, throw some clothes in there. The gun was so small, because it was a small joint. I'm about to ask, when you, you know pick up the bag, you ain't feel I mean, It was a small okay, joint, okay, real okay. small. Dylan's okay. a two shot okay. joint. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. That's that back him off me. Mm-hmm. I ain't, I'm just trying to get him off me. Right, 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 right. Back up. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Back yeah, up, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Listen, chill out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, boom. No, I didn't feel nothing in the bag. I went to the airport. Like I said, I wish I could show y'all the footage. Like, I didn't run out. People, you know, all the memes and that. That's all cool. That's funny. It's cool. It's cute. Whatever. But the story is, I went. You know, I'm in North Airport. The girls coming up to me. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? I'm like, ain't nothing in my bag. Are these black girls? Yeah. So they know. They're like, what's in your bag? I'm like, ain't nothing in my bag. Nothing in my bag. Go ahead, search my bag. I'm telling them this. The nigga, camera what's in your bag? I'm thinking it was a gun. It's usually black girls like, still, run, nigga. I'm st- What's in your bag, nigga? <laughs> like, I'm trying to get, You can run up out of here with this bag, bro. Don't make me call these people. <laughs> um, Yeah. I do feel like this is just me personally. You just can't be that careless, bro. Yeah. Just, there's no excuse. I mean, look, I mean, of course, you you have no choice but to take accountability. Yeah. It's your bag, your, your, yeah. your, your little Dillinger, yeah. whatever you... Yeah. You just cannot be that careless, especially up there in Jersey, New York, wherever you say he was at airport. Like it's just that's. But this is anywhere. Those 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 mistakes that well, yeah, but especially up, you know what I mean. Especially up there, it's just uh, yeah. 
Shit, I think Ray Rich <laughs> yeah. just got caught with some guns up there too. But um, niggas before it happened to Wayne, happened yeah. to you know what I mean? Yeah, but um, me personally, bro, like I feel like I can't. Okay, New York aside, but like anywhere else, like as long as a gun is not stolen or it's like you know the serial number is scratched off, like bro, if a nigga forgot his gun in his bag, like it should be as simple as like if you bring too much lotion. And, and, like, hey, bro, you might want to return this to your car. Like, I don't see, feel like niggas should be going to prison for this shit. Like, if it's a, truly an accident, like. Then everybody will have accidents. You feel me? I get There's that. There's accidents but, every day. Like, oh, how did that get in there? I get that, but it's <laughs> Let like. Let me take it back home. <laughs> I get that, but it's like guns. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, if I pull this gun out of your bag, I'm just like, what's this? Like, I'm making sure, like. All right, yeah, we're making sure this gun gets off this property. Like, I'm not saying, like, you just hand a nigga the gun and be like, you know, okay, well, I trust you. No. But, like, as long as it's their gun and they really, it's like an accident, like, bro, call somebody to come pick this bitch up and, and fucking leave, my nigga. Or, like, bro, we're not so letting you in this one. You're up there where you're not supposed to have a gun, period. So, it can be clean, but you're not supposed to have it. Yeah, I, I get that. But it's like, damn, you about to do two months in the feds because you accidentally brought your pocket rocket? 19. <laughs> <laughs> he did 19 Supposed to do like 27 yeah. He did like 19 of it So it's like That's crazy bro Still hasn't clicked Damn what a bad Y'all in the y'all Yeah the y'all Don't know the y'all Is in the y'all Yeah No for real So I'm standing there Cool The girl come back to me Like yo what's in your bag I'm like, ain't nothing in my bag. I'm I'm missing my flight. At the time, I was drinking a lean, so I usually... You thought it was something in your I thought it was a pineapple soda. Uh, That's really what I... Because, you know, they don't have the pineapple sodas in the airport. Was Jamaican from from, from, from jerk chicken? And um, it's a regular Fanta soda. (laughs) I always take those to the airport because they don't sell them in the airport, I like pineapple sodas, too. Continue. (laughs) You know, that's what I do. I'm into this. At the time, I ain't going to lie. That's that's a good mixture for the fixture. You know what I'm saying? We get on a plane, you want to go to sleep, or, you know, that's what I, I thought, I'm thinking I'm left a little 20-ounce soda in there, but that right. wasn't the case. Right. I'm just telling you why I was standing there not giving a fuck. Right. Boom. They said, police got to come search your bag, the high authorities. I said, high authorities? Why? Right. You know what I mean? Nah, it's nah, weird nah. This is yeah. weird. Mind you, I had a ticket in Jersey, a guest appearance ticket that I didn't follow up with. Mm. And I was, and you know, or you was pissed no, 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 just a regular, oh. a driving ticket. Oh, okay. In Jersey, right. you know, in Jersey, though, yeah. when you don't appear, they put yeah. out a warrant for yeah. for a ticket yeah. for those yeah. who don't know. Yeah. So I had a warrant in Jersey. Yeah, from Jersey. That was like, I had a warrant in Jersey that I, I knew about, but I was going to take care of it. It was a little bullshit warrant. When they said high authorities is coming, mm. I still don't know it's a gun in my bag. I left the airport because. I'm thinking they're gonna run my name and see I got a warrant for this bullshit and take me in for the weekend. Uh, I kindly walk out the airport. I asked the TSA, yo, where how I get out of here? They said, go that way. Uh, I start walking. My bags is still stuck in. At least they was yeah. like, hey man, you, you can go that way. Shout out to TSA employee. First. It's not like they was trying to help him yeah, a few they, times. They like, really was. was what like, is in your bag, bro? Hey man, it be like that sometimes, bro. <laughs> the shit is going off right here. <laughs> you hear that? Yeah. What is in your bag, dog? But you know what? You might, wanna, you, might, you might want to go that way. I ain't going to cap. If, if if multiple people come to me and ask me, yo, what's in your bag? Like, I'm going to be like, bro, let me get my bag. Like, bro, what did y'all find? I'm asking, what did y'all yeah, find? Yeah, what y'all find? Let me, like, oh, hold up. Did I? What y'all find? Damn, did I leave the deuce deuce in there? You Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let the deuce deuce in there. Then they give you that look like. Yeah, nigga. Like, what's oh, the you love the deuce deuce. What the fuck deuce is deuce your problem? Yeah. <laughs> this is the airport. Um, Dang, I'm walking. I'm going. I get out. I get in the car. I hear, 
I hear on the radio, Joel Santana flees North Airport after they found the gun in the bag. I'm like, nah, they ain't find no, 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 no. I get to the house, I'm start looking for the little joint. Where's the little joint at? Panicking. Now I'm panicking. Oh, it's dead. Now it's panic time. It's panic hour, you know what I'm saying? I just took a nap, my wife called me, she's seeing everything, everybody's seeing her, she was out skiing with what is she gonna hey, do, Doc? That's what I'm saying. It's like in those moments, it's like, what else can you really Let do? Let me get this like, last sleep in my bed <laughs> before I pack it up and take it in. The kids, she came to the house. What the Yo, fuck? Police came to my house that night. I had to act fake like I wasn't home. I went to the basement and just cut all the lights out in the house. Made it look like nobody they was home. They don't got no warrant. They can't come in. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. And wow. that was it. And. That's the story. Wow. I went to jail. You know what I mean? They gave me 27 months once they, you know, but. Hey, man. Shouts to Joel's, man. Oh. set. Man, I'm glad he's home. You know, hey, man. Yeah, but you just can't forget that piece is in your bag, man. Before we dip, before we go to the commercial All break, rappers and non-rappers, check your bags please before you do. go to the airport. Just please do it. Please do. And if you got to bring a gun, have that bitch register, man. Have your security guard. Have Don't it bring it to the airport. Yeah, <laughs> At all. Um, but before we go to a commercial break, uh, Nori asks um, Jewels in like a quick time with Slime or some shit like that. Basically, yeah, it's like uh, who you see yourself doing versus Nori throughout Memphis Bleep. Jewels is like, mm, I think I'll watch him. What you think? It would I definitely feel, be a watch. Yeah, I feel the same way. I don't think Memphis I mean, Bleep is cool, but I don't think he got enough to hold off. The fucking Jewels. He got a few joints and I mean, uh, like some features that will like. Hold him down for maybe like six, seven rounds. Other than that, uh, I he's think definitely it would be to, a, He's definitely going to have to run coming to age <laughs> back like a couple of times. <laughs> like you have to play part one, part nah, two I mean, like a couple of times. His, his hardest shit probably around here because that'd be hard as fuck featuring a, what was it, T.I. and was it Trick Daddy on that yeah, track? I had to go back and listen to that. You never heard around here? I well, remember I remember. I'm going to send it to you so uh-huh. you can check it out. But um, yeah, that and like the Jay-Z features and – um. I think he was on that one track with uh Missy. That is that your bitch from this? Oh yeah, I remember that one. I remember that. Uh, he could play that, but like after he get rid of them joints, it's gonna get real spooky with yeah. Joel. He better hope Joel show up like he did against the locks and forget his words <laughs> and make it a little smoother for him. Unless Memphis Bleak got like some shit he wrote in the tuck and wrote like some Young Chris verse or some shit like that. But I mean, optics wise, like if you take away like this success, it would be a ill ass. Battle because it's two New Yorkers, mm. one from Brooklyn, one both from was Harlem. Young. Yeah, one was, it was both, both was prodigies. Yeah. One was Cam's protege. The other one was Jay's protege. I mean, but Jay, I mean, you know, just Joel's just did more. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's not too Facts. much of diving. So, yeah, okay. find Joel somebody else if y'all gonna do the single battle, man. Who you think? It's hard, bro. I I had to give him some thank. I Nobody has someone. had a career I like, like I had somebody. I felt like I had somebody in mind the other day. I really can't yeah. think of nobody. Where like they that. was like literally look as like, yo, this nigga might be the next best thing to come out of New York. And then like whatever I think he happened, said Lloyd happened. Banks. Lloyd Banks would be quick. That would be a good battle. Him and Lloyd Banks, I would like that. Yeah, but I do think you will have to be a. Actually, that's a good battle. That's that would be battle. a actually a good battle, but I think you will have to both know both of their catalogs. 
Like I at least I mean we talking New York niggas and, Yeah And we Hip hop heads Shouldn't know yeah. their catalogs so I at I'm least not talking know about enough like, Lloyd Banks to be like Some new yeah. fan That just wanna Throw some drill music on Like I'm not talking about These new new, new niggas So <laughs> Shit those are niggas That need to be listening to it man Listen to some of that Old Lloyd Banks man. Trying to pay some bills Yeah anyways We gotta pay some bills Real fast oh, And I'm mad at myself For thinking that um, Lloyd was saying She's 5'2 like why would why would Has she be five two now? Bro, she he said she's fine too, bro. Why would he say I'm five two and she's five two? Because he's short you. as hell. So it just makes sense, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild, man. She compliment my short ass. Is she five two? <laughs> oh nah. I want you. <laughs> Man, and then dance, nigga. <laughs> like, that's what you do, nigga. Yeah, Shout out to our childhood, bro. Shout out to our fucking childhood. Hey, you there? You like podcasts? You like when black men talk shit about black women? Well, come on down to From Us You Podcast, a podcast from a nigga point of view. We got three black dudes, school, glove, slick. We all there. We talking shit. We hanging out. We don't disrespect black women. Come on down now. J Prince, Wack 100. Mm. Time to get juicy. <laughs> and this clown, if you think about him, he's a clown. Like, I love the hip hop culture. I'm in love with the hip-hop culture. Blood, sweat, and tears went in my movement for the hip-hop culture. Here's a man that disrespect the dead, Tupac, Nipsey Hussle. You know, people that, that mean something to us. You know, 21 Savage. I look at how he, you know, get on the, the, the phone, on his clubhouse with another rat, and, and, and ride against him. Big U. You know, somebody rat that's respected. In the hip, Master P, you know, when I think about all the individuals that done something where hip hop is concerned, that means something to us where hip hop is concerned, and then you got a clown like this here, you know, that's talking about, you know, uh, lip wrestling about what he gonna do to Jay Prince, you know what I mean? And And all I can say about things like that is, I'm going to make him twerk if he come this way because I know who he is, right? I'm going to make him twerk because, you know, that's that's the way that is with all that lip wrestling he's doing. You know, this dude is uh, like a real bozo. And I don't understand how L.A., because we got so much respect for L.A., but I, I here's what I know about him in L.A. The man can't walk on his own block. You know what I mean? It's, right. This this whole movement right. between like him. Just in case. All right. Um, That's Jay Prince talking. Jay Prince, Wack 100. Hey, Jay Prince got the respect. Hey, just so random niggas talking. That's, yeah, I'm that's about to say Prince. that's just in case niggas be like, we can't be mad at Jay Prince, but we could be mad at Slick and Scoop. Like, nah. Oh, for playing audio that was already out there. <laughs> nah, nah. Shit. Um, if y'all don't know, man, Jay Prince and um, Wack 100 <laughs> are in a little situation. Basically, oh, it's all good. Basically, um, <laughs> fucking uh, Jay Prince is um, helping out the Larry Hoover family, as y'all know, and Wack One Hundred is helping out a lady that interviewed Larry Hoover in prison about some years ago, 
and got a lot of footage that the family want to use in a documentary. The lady, she wants to be compensated or be a part of the film or something like that. And, you know, she, you know, she's, I think it was more like she wanted to be like a partnership or some shit like that. It was something on that long, that lines or whatever. So somehow she teamed up with Wack 100. They're trying to get some money or whatever it is. I don't know. So that's how this back and forth with Jay Prince and Wack 100 happens. Uh, as y'all can see, Jay Prince is really upset because anytime a southern nigga say some off the wall shit like I'm gonna make him twerk, yeah, bro. That only, old nigga, only old niggas do that, bro. You got to be from a certain generation, and that's an old, old generation when you start getting into the like the the gay analogies. Like, <laughs> I don't know even what to call it. Like when you start getting in that bag where it's like, bro, why do you want to do like homosexual things to me to teach me a lesson? <laughs> like. Why does why does it have to be that? Hey, bro, I don't you know, have to bro. be old school, bro. Listen, bro. The the amount of times I had to pause old niggas around me, like, hey, pause, bro. I don't know where this conversation was going. Yeah, I could be a millionaire right <laughs> now. Old niggas be on that, on the Rex. <laughs> hey, bro, yes, especially when they're angry, man. It's like, Jesus. Oh, it just comes out. It just comes out. Why do you want to do this to this man right here? <laughs> uh, but man, real shit, bro. I hope um. You know, nothing crazy happened in this situation because, um, I mean, I don't think WAC 100 is going to try to do anything to him. And Jay Prince seems like he's in a space where he's just trying to put peace together, but he'll call you out if you want some bullshit. So I'd be surprised if it went deeper than this, but I'm pretty sure. Hey, man. You know, it's just OG checking another OG, I guess. Listen, listen, dog. Jay Prince, man, is very well respected in Houston Texans. Uh, Houston Texans. Uh, Texas, so I don't golly, hey bro, I don't know, dog. <laughs> Let's say that. Hey, I don't even think it's that deep. It's just you know. I, I don't think it's that deep either, but you know. OG uh, calling out another OG, man. Like just letting them know, like bro. I don't, I'm pretty I don't sure like the way you move, and I'm pretty sure it's a lot of other niggas in this uh this hip hop space that feels the same way. Jay Prince, yeah. because you know, whack, oh yeah, whack do be wilding, and yeah. he'll he'll give a wild take on a nigga that's dead, yeah. that the culture loves. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, out of nowhere. Nobody asks this, man. Nobody asks him. Well, no, people will ask him, but he'll be on the platforms that will ask him that bullshit. That shouldn't be a platform. I'll say that. I feel like with the Nipsey thing, like, nobody asked that nigga that shit. He just was like, nah, dog. Come on. This is not no legend legend shit. I feel like he just got on Instagram one day and just posted that. And, like, nobody asked him or gave a fuck about what he was thinking about Nipsey that day. And he was just like, let me fuck with Aaron that. That has to be so conflicted, him being your manager if you're at the game. Like, or Blueface. It, it has to be conflicted as fuck. Blueface is a young wild nigga. He don't care about none of this shit. Yeah. Like, the way he moves lets me know, like, he, he's in this hip-hop shit because he found the space yeah. and got successful. He doesn't care that yeah. much about this shit. Like, who cares about that person or that fight? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, for somebody like the game that's a student that's, like... You know, a vet in this game as and well. Then, I know it's I know it's tough in mad situations. And tell for that this nigga Hustle. to be your fucking yeah. And tell that Nipsey Nipsey Hustle story every time you get on a podcast. Oh, every time somebody asks yeah. me, you gonna tell it uh, the same way but yeah. a different way. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I heard him tell that story five times, bro. I know. I feel like I know exactly how Nipsey ran up on him at that light yeah. and gave him his <laughs> demo CD. Yeah, like he, he was wearing a white t shirt, bro. I can tell that story, now. but it's it's crazy because like every time the game cha- uh, tell that story, he does chains up the guns. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I was running for back. I was running for nine. I was running with AK. It's like, oh, oh, boy, 
That's shout funny. Shout out to the game, man. Um, um wasn't it one game? thing we can agree about hip hop is um oh you got another game take? Oh no, no no go ahead. I'm about to say one thing we can agree about hip hop is hip hop is definitely like a a learning tool. Would yeah. you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Like you all know. stages of life, like from young to like teenager years, adolescence to depends on what young adulthood to, to even older. Like you you steadily learn shit from this hip hop culture, mm-hmm. right? Whether niggas is telling stories or whether niggas is using the rhythm. In the blues to goddamn teach like let's say like kids ABCs. Look, that, like they're yeah. throwing trap beats behind ABCs and teaching kids how to pronounce and say ABCs. Yeah. And low key, what's a better way to teach them though? And low key niggas learn how to play basketball from hip hop. Curtis Blow, you learn basketball players. <laughs> you learn how to, I'm just saying it's there. <laughs> there's there's an example. There's an example, but you know we have. Uh, made the the expression so much better, and and are able to communicate to these kids in in the language of music now. And you remember how you learned the ABCs when you were younger? Not with trap beats. I learned it by. No, it definitely wasn't yeah, trap beats. Yeah. It was like the most like the whitest medley. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you I can think I was you a, can imagine. I think I was in C minor. Probably like <laughs> A A is for apple, B is for like it was probably you some know, shit I, like I that. I didn't even learn it like that. I just learned A B C D. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, they didn't give you like another version where like they gave you like something that started with the letter. They had to. No. They just were like, yo, no. A, B, C, D, E, yeah, G. That's it. That's <laughs> Get it. the fuck away from me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Little nigga. <laughs> I think the first time I heard Happy Birthday, like the Stevie Wonder version, was in like the third grade or some shit. Bro, whenever I had kids, bro, I can't picture teaching them any other way than this. So this wasn't B Simone just fucking around? Like, this is somebody else that really She probably found this on YouTube, bro. You know what's crazy? The content I be seeing on social media. Hey, I mean, not Simone social media. Them titties too. <laughs> the content I be seeing, like, on, like, YouTube kids, like, fucking around with my niece and nephew. Like, that's a space to get a bag, yo. Like, if you got, like, a camera and an idea and a setup and, like, kid content, probably get some shit off, bro. Because, like, damn, what's this shit? I forgot. My niece told me something that got my little nephew in a fucking chokehold on YouTube. I think it's called, like, Gaga Kid or it's something like that. It's, like, Gaga Kid or something. Bro, that shit had my little nephew hypnotized. Like, this nigga wouldn't even talk to me. <laughs> like, he was, like, lost in it. And as soon as I stepped in front of, the, like, TV, this little nigga wanna start, like, trying to cry and yeah. tell on me and shit. <laughs> And I'm just like, bro, this shit really has a chokehold on you. And I'm just looking at it, and I'm looking at the views on this shit, and I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I need to buy, like, some camera equipment and, like, get my little niece and nephew to start running around doing dumb shit and create some content for their peers. This is like, we can capitalize and get rich. This is off topic, but there's, like, a YouTuber, like, a young kid, like, something, something opening box with toys, um, with Joe or some kids that be opening toys. Yeah, bro, bro, he made, like, 10 million or some shit, like, one year. It's like, that shit is crazy. Now, they're also parents getting exposed of, like, actually, like, doing some goddamn Joe Jackson type shit with their kids. (laughs) Yo, I'm gonna keep it real, bro. The older I get, 
I kind of like, understand Joe. Like, I kind of understand. Can you it. not ex- understand it? Like, <laughs> you're, you're, understand you're a little it. nigga. What you gonna do with this? Like, let me hold on to this. I put you in this position to be great. I'm not gonna have you starving, but like, let me control these funds right now. Like, I little nigga, relax. Oh, I, oh shit! I thought we were talking about like being your kids to greatness. Jokes, guys, jokes. But um. <laughs> Hey man, um, I do think it's dope that like there is new ways for these kids to learn, like learn their ABCs and all that. Little dumbass kids still not learning. That's the crazy part. Throw all the hip hop in it. You what? No, (laughs) actually, let me stop. Have you um? Well, then it's crazy because once you just say your niece can talk to you, that's crazy. That she she is like kind of what five or six now. Uh, I think she turned six yeah. August. Cause I remember going to your uh, sister's baby shower, and that was almost like five or six years ago. So that's crazy. But um, I don't know if you've seen a lot of these kids be going YouTube, not to YouTube kids, but to look up music videos, and they be looking at like Young Boy and all these like young rappers. So like to communicate with these kids is kind of through hip hop. And if you want them to learn something, I'm about to say like the small, small kids, like uh, they be having locks on everything. So I ain't really seen nobody just getting away with some young boy shit. Well, Actually, maybe, well, these kids, they, like my nieces and nephew, like they saw your name. I don't even know who NBA young boy is. Shit, maybe. But, um, I mean, the ones that's getting a little of age, like, you know, a little older, like I guess maybe like third grading up. Probably, because yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I was probably on that bullshit around that time. Yeah. Like, I, I can't even remember the music I was listening to at that time, but I'm pretty sure I was listening to shit I wasn't supposed to listen to. You wasn't for listening sure, for to sure. um, D- the Disney station? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I was probably watching Disney shows, but no. Nah, I, ain't, I ain't never listened to no kids, but I used to get hot when my mom tried to buy me the edited version CDs. Like, nah, bro. You, get out of here with that bullshit. You ever, uh, you ever uh, have to go on the base and get picked up from the base to go to school? Like, uh, do daycare on the base or anything like that? On the base? Yeah. What, like, Fort Bragg base? Uh, are you, what are you doing? Well, I, because, all right, so Virginia Beach, like, I want, like, Oceana had, like, a little daycare on the base. So, like, we would get on the bus, and they would take us to school. And, like, the bus driver would play, like, like a Disney, like, station. And it wouldn't be, like, the kid bop version. It would just be, like, like who let the dog, dogs out or, like. On the uh, bus? Yeah. Bro, there was no radio on our bus. Oh my gosh. When did you grow up, nigga? <laughs> like, 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 there's, there's radios on buses now? Yeah, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Like, there was radios on the bus. And that played music. Yes, bro. What type of privileged lifestyle did you grow up living, nigga? Are you bro, serious? what are you talking about? Even on the yellow buses, they got radios up there. Bro, we was not listening to music <laughs> on the way Holy to school shit. ever. For Who real. What the fuck? No. Bro, when I was in high school, our bus driver would just turn on. um. Them radio stations where they just talk, like AM radio, and they just talk about what's going on in the world. Nigga, nah. That's Unless crazy. we was just that bad where they could just couldn't. I don't know. But like, That's crazy. Nigga, no. Wow. They probably did. They, they might have had a radio up there, but hell no. That shit was never on, nigga. That's crazy. Nigga, we was on that bus fucking causing havoc. Nigga. And that's probably why. No time for no fucking music. <laughs> that's probably why. But every school, every year, though. Like, I never, there was never, that's crazy. That's, I didn't yeah. even know. Y'all little niggas was so privileged to have radios yeah, I on say, bus. We, I didn't know they upgraded like that. My bad. Yeah, sometimes on a Friday, that, that nigga would feel on... Um, Lucky niggas. Um, uh, damn, what was the radio stations up there? Was it 102.9 for hip-hop or some shit? Or Z104? It was like the pop slash hip-hop station. Sometimes we'll put that on. Let us listen to that on the way back. Just depends what I mean, radio ain't cussing no way, so yeah. y'all be all right. Yeah, we, we was all right. Yeah, we didn't get that, man. <clears throat> Sorry. Shit, I remember one time on um, Side Note again... Um, 
we was in elementary and like they was building something near like the playground we used to play at. And like they was like the workers was just playing the the rashiest songs that came on the radio. Like this was the time when like uh, Laffy Taffy was out and all that shit. And like that that shit went on for like a good week. And so like one of the PE teachers like walked by like because we used to just like stand over there and just listen to music. And so like one of the PE teachers walked by and was like, oh my god. They never they never could blame bring that radio player out and let us listen to music again. Yeah, yeah. Gonna find a way to ruin it, man. Yeah, man. Funny times, man. Childhood. Anyways, sports bro. time. Yeah, sports time. Um, you want to talk about the pivot being on Breakfast Club? Shout out to the pivot, man. That's a good they look. Doing, uh, that was a great look for him. Definitely making moves as a podcast. Yeah, branching off from um, I am athlete or you know leaving. I I guess there was more to the story than what we thought with the I am athlete podcast. Um. I didn't think you it think was more to the story from what you heard. I mean, I just felt like they didn't I, go uh, as in depth as like yeah. maybe this, but you know, they on the breakfast club, so you gotta kind of give it up. I just thought you know different views, and we want to go this way. I go this way, but the that's way, pretty much what they said. But they just went a little deeper with it. They just I, gave a little bit more info. They sound like it was some disrespect going on. Well, yeah, he did bring that up, but I mean. I mean, shit, disrespect comes in many forms and could have disrespectfully, like, showed him some wild numbers or some terms <laughs> on the fucking contract and was like, yeah, brother, you, you gonna sign that? <laughs> there it goes. We can hear him out, though. Yeah, let's see what he's talking about. I don't, I don't believe so. I just think there was so much disrespect with with the other situation, you know, not even business-wise, just as a man, you know, the way people would talk to, the way people are approached, that... You just, I know I felt disrespected. And I speak for Freddie. I know Freddie felt disrespected. RC won a part of us. He kind of came in on the back end. Mm-hmm. But just the disrespect and the approach to me as a, as a grown-ass man, I don't think I could I could really go back to that situation and, and look at that individual the same way. Yeah, no, it's I'm crazy good. it all worked out for the best. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But was it, though? Because it couldn't have been money. Because, you know, I'm sure there wasn't a lot of money rolling in at the time. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't the money, but again, this is a long game situation. Mm-hmm. You know the residual effects of of this mm-hmm. content ain't going nowhere. I love it when mm-hmm. I right. love it when you try to fight, saying what the hell you really want to say. Because <laughs> no, it wasn't about the money. It's about the structure, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. when we all came into it, it was this, and then it evolved into something else that was gonna put said individual to the front, and he was gonna capitalize. You know, so it was a podcast. Then eventually became, oh, this is going to be a media arm for my stuff, my gym, etc. Got you. That wasn't a situation. Whether you say this was my vision, that wasn't a vision we all talked about, right? So we all came to the table. Personally, myself, personally, I'm not speaking for Chan. I said my sweat equity. Don't pay me. I don't want no talent fee. I want my sweat equity to travel as the company grow. My sweat gonna grow. So at the um, end of the day, when it's time to identify what that looked like, it wasn't five percent. You word. feel me? Absolutely. If I, oh, if my okay, um, it could. I, I guess you was right. Kind of disrespect on a business and maybe a man level. Because um, it seemed like Fred Taylor was there. F- I'm trying to remember how that podcast started. Yeah, it seemed like Fred Taylor was there like near the beginning. I know Chandler. We talking about I am athlete. Yeah, I am athlete. It was all four of them. It was all four of them when they started. That's what. 
But did, like, so what? Chad but, but, did Chad Ocho Cinco came later or was nah, he always there? Yeah, it was him. It was uh Chad Chad Brandon um Channing and uh Fred. Okay. And um, but like Brandon was the one that put everything together. He yeah. invested like the eleven million into like the I am athlete like business, the house of athlete, like all of that. Like he 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 spearheaded and he you know put all the money up for it. So I guess you know. So is this a conversation? It was of, just a business. This was his business yeah. that how he saw it, and like I guess you know he just wanted to run it his way. And so is this a conversation of uh, one person paying? The a max the 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 money and the effort, and it kind of blows up. And now the people that I'm not gonna say they can contribute, but they contribute only on an entertainment level. Think they're a little bit more higher than where they should be. Um, I mean, look, they're they're a big part of the reason why it became what it is. So, like, can you blame them if it's either or? No, you can't blame them because the entertainment part does matter. Because it's like personnel, yeah, it's does, so it personnel, does matter. Your character and your personnel, like so, that means a lot. So, so it should, like, it should, it should be respected. Like five percent is it a be valued. low value. My bad. Well, I mean both, yeah. both, both, both. Five percent is a low number for somebody that's been there from the beginning. That is a low number, but I can see it not being split. Equally, if Brandon put in eleven million, because he got to get that money back. And with podcasting, it is a long game. Now, of course, they was getting ads and all that stuff, but I'm pretty sure Brandon didn't see his money back in the first year. And he's also paying for uh, video R fees and food that comes around the setup or whatever. However, the mics, whatever. So, I'm pretty sure Brandon Marshall probably wanted a large, more a larger percentage percentage of the podcast and maybe he wanted too much where it only left everybody else five percent that's kind of crazy but now the disrespect as a man i feel like every man take disrespect a little differently like me i kind of don't like when niggas just be texting me huh after they kind of know what i was trying to say in a text but i might have left out a word or two it's like nigga why are you texting me huh nigga like use common sense but hey that's just me (laughs) so you get mad at them because you misspelled them and want them to decipher your misspelled message yeah, but hey, man, that's entitlement, his, ladies just, and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm a dickhead like that. But, oh, boys. but, but you know, I, I, I do agree. Some people look, look at man, disrespect. Um, what other niggas negotiate number wise, I, I don't ever like feel like I got a real space to like give a real opinion on it. That's what y'all. That's up to y'all to figure out how much y'all are worth and vice versa, and how much y'all deserve. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But like the other disrespect aspects of it and shit like that. I mean. Yeah, man. I mean, how much you, how much you want to tolerate? So, let me just come down to that. Like, we can do our own shit. Like, knowing your value for real is like at the end of at the end of the day, just knowing your fucking value. Like, just knowing, like, bro, I know what I bring to the table. Yeah. Type shit. So, and, um, I mean, cause like, I mean, shit, I, I fuck with the pivot heavier yeah. than I am athlete. Yeah. Keep it real. With I like, you. I like, like way heavier. <laughs> Even though, um, Sean better, McCoy- better guests. And like, you see, like, as soon as them niggas left, like, that nigga stopped going to the damn yeah. race car track. He was Fact. like, damn, this shit really is hurting the brand like this thing. <laughs> Even though Sean McCoy be a little too happy for like the guests, but nah, tell, tell me what she said to me. Like, he be a little too happy. I still fuck with it. I kind of, damn, I kind of fuck with, uh, Shady, I kind of fuck with him. No, nah, I fuck bit. with him because he's. But like, he, I feel you though, because yeah. he he do like throw me off a little bit with like the way he uh, yeah. contributes. But yeah. I mean, he's he's a cool, yeah. he's a cool feeling. But ain't um Champ Bailey on one of these podcasts? And he on I'm I'm athlete, or was he just a guest one time? 
I honestly don't even. I can't oh. remember. But um, yeah. Because like yeah, Brandon Doobie over there, he'll switch him out. Like yeah. he got a little roster, he'll switch him in him out a little yeah. bit. But that's crazy because I went I went to school with his daughter. Oh his yeah. Da- yeah, his daughter went um one of my high schools. She was a thought. No, nah, no, nah, she was um. Right. You know what's crazy? Um. Undercover thought. No, she was actually a cool like she was she was like a longer like a loner like. Mm, she ain't with y'all fucking with her. I understand. I. I, I, I couldn't tell you the reason, bro. I like I just remember her and like people like, oh, you know that's Chandler Bailey's daughter. And I was like, oh, y'all that's, coming that's over there trying to run game. No <laughs> niggas like we wasn't like I just like that's what's up. And I just kept pushing like yeah, yeah. keep it pushing. <laughs> I don't know if like <laughs> not over here. I don't know like but she was she was cool. People the moments I did talk to her, she was she was cool. She didn't give off no weird vibes. Mm. I don't know, but um, I'm athlete and pivot beef. I hope they work it out, man. Shout out to them boys. Shout out to them. Um, Sports podcast space. Shit. It's ready. We ready to talk about the game, man? We ready to talk about the finals? Up, yeah, man? I'm sure you know. Let's talk about in the sports space for real. Um, some shit. More petty shit. Man, so. I'm say Zion. They, they thinking they might give Zion 185, man. Give him that 185 million. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. I have heard stories Hopefully like they're but, not, they don't want to give it guaranteed, though. That's like really the big issue is it being guaranteed money. Because the way it's looking. I mean, it's the NBA. That's a guaranteed money. So, if you're going to give it to him, you're going to give it to him. But, um. No, 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 no. It's not guaranteed money. You can get guaranteed money, but, like, to get that full 184 million, there's, like, incentives and all that shit in there. A, a lot of, a nice portion of it is guaranteed. Yeah, like, it's going to be, so, like, it's going to be a good purse, well, a good amount that's going to be guaranteed. But, you know, if he's not healthy, he's only playing two seats. Like, you ain't. He ain't playing most of the season. I'm pretty sure that's going to take some of that. I well, know. I let the Pelicans fans and organization deal with that. Come on, man. Ain't got shit to do with me. I saw our fans in New Orleans, man. Anyways. Yeah, uh, hit us up. <laughs> hit the hotline up. Please. Fuck with us. <laughs> um, game game four. Yeah, game four. I was like, what was the last game we saw? Awesome. Was it one game or was it even one game yet last time we recorded? Probably Probably after game one, it was after game one. Because so, we came in on yeah, like so a been, Sunday or some shit or a Friday. So we came after, games. yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> man. Game four, man. Looked like Boston had it. And my man, Steph Curry, went out there and did his motherfucking thing, bro. He was not. He was not going to lose this game. He carried his team on his back. He needs fucking help. Uh, Clay Thompson, you need to step it up. Draymond, I don't know what the fuck you're doing out there. Uh, Wiggins did what he was supposed to do. I like it. Um, other than that, hey man, this series is going to game seven. I kind of still think Boston's going to win, but I could be wrong. Not going to be mad. Steph Curry is moving up in my list. He's probably Steph Curry. If Steph Curry can win this, he's probably going to be in my top six. He might be in my top six of players I feel like are the greatest of all time. Change the game. Yeah, and that's another take I got too. I feel like this generation of basketball, and maybe because I wasn't around when uh, the Michael Jordans and all that stuff, but just from the outside looking at it, it seemed like, you know, certain teams dominated for a long time. But I feel like with this generation of basketball, there was there's so many, like, generational talents on different teams that I don't think we've seen a clear-cut domination. Even when the Warriors was at their best – well, they only won three, but they didn't win three in a row. They, you know, won two here, one here. 
And, you know, they was able to get stopped. Even when they had KD, they, they got stopped by um, the Raptors. I don't think we seen... It was in the finals. <laughs> yeah, they was in the finals, but that's cool. Different teams was able to make it to the finals. Even though the Cavs went... You know, well, LeBron went nine years in a row. It was still different teams coming out the West making it to the finals. You feel me? Um, I don't know. What I'm trying to say is I don't think uh, we will see ever see, like, one team just being super dominated in the NBA. And they might be able to get to the finals, but it's not going to be, like, on some shit where they're going to win every time. And you're just like, oh, no, these are clear-cut winners, if that makes sense. Um, I'm pretty sure probably not just because – like how easy it is for players to move around as well. Yeah. As soon as they're like not happy and they can force their way out and shit not happen. And plus the high rate of like injuries. So, so I mean it's just like a clear cut like winner every year. I agree with you. I don't I don't see that in the near future happening like that because of everything you have to factor in injuries, personnel, niggas, bullshitting. I I don't know. It's so much to factor in to get a, a winning recipe and win the fucking championship. Like. Everything has to go right for you that year. Yeah. You can't really, like, just slack or be missing, like, one of your best players. So, mm-hmm. um, durability, man. Yeah. That's what it comes down to me. It's like, well, who's what, who's ever the best team that can stay fucking durable and, like, ready and, like, not fucking have, like, injuries that keep niggas out. Mm. Shit, you probably going to be the nigga that's going to win that year. Facts. Um, <clears throat> shit, what, what do you think about this game? You think? This is a legendary Steph Curry performance. Legendary Steph Curry performance? I mean, uh, I won't say legendary, but he hasn't been balling the fuck out and doing his thing. I mean, if the Warriors win, he's definitely going to get the MVP. Mm. But, um, shit, they still got to worry about the Celtics, though. I mean, yeah, he's doing his heroic thing, but, like, and that's the Celtics, I still think the Celtics are going to fuck around and win this one. That's even though they too. lost this game, but if they would have won, then, like, niggas mm. would have known who the fuck was going to win this series. Mm. But, you know, they got to make it go game seven, bro. That's yeah. the only way. Plus, this last little bit of basketball. Niggas got to get their bread, get that last bit of money, rack yeah. up. Pile boys, man. You win anything? Uh, not since. Pile uh, boys in the building tonight. Game. Oh, it's a feeling I'm living this life. What he say? Living his life. I living guess. his life or something about ice. How I'm killing this ice, some shit. Oh yeah, so uh, I thought you got it right. That's all you oh. <laughs> said it right. Cool. That's why I ain't saying nothing. But uh, <laughs> um, parlay boys. Nah, I think I had one like game two. Yeah, game three and game four. I lost money. Ain't nothing wrong with so, that. See if I can bounce back game five and figure it out. Yeah, but sure. uh, I don't know, man. That shit. Uh, player props, man. That's some real <laughs> fucking bullshit, bro. Yeah, they make you really not fuck with niggas. I fucking for being hey, losers. Now you know how I feel about Corey Davis, man. Nah, I mean, imagine, imagine if you look on your 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 phone. I've been doing fantasy like sports for a while, so like you nigga know, just got zero points. He's in, just been running down the field. You just can't hold it personal, man. I was nah. like, man, this man don't know me. Like it, he didn't he didn't ask me. He didn't hit my phone up. It was like, yo, slick, you got to bet on my over tonight. I promise you. Like my man like, from the Falcons. Whoa, Calvin really. Yeah. <laughs> that dumbass nigga. Charles yeah. Calvin. Like, yo, let me bet on football while I'm out. Hey, man, I like I'm not a fucking wide receiver star. I don't see no problems, bro. It's not like he was hitting up niggas like, hey, yo, Matt Ryan, make sure you don't no, no throw white, over three. No white folks that run that NFL see a problem, boy. Shit, they be betting on them goddamn games too, man. Come on, now. Okay, they can do that. Your black ass can't. That's under contract. That's playing. 
Conflict of interest. We ain't got time for those games, boy. <laughs> Man, let's talk about. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, I, I did say Celtics in six. I definitely would have kept that at the, um, they would have won last game, but they fumbled the bag and let them Warriors come back and get it. So I think I'm gonna keep it at Celtics in seven. Yeah, Celtics and seven. I'm gonna keep it Celtics, but I'm gonna go Celtics and seven, man. I yeah. do, I do think it's going game seven, and um, I don't know where the hell I'm gonna be at, but I'm gonna definitely watch that. I hope I'm not. Hopefully, it's the greatest game I ever watched <laughs> next to Giannis's fifty point Thanks. performance. I'm low key to hope close I'm not out the Suns last year. Let me get some noise. I low key hope I ain't working for that game coming on. I want to watch that low key, but uh, yeah. Um, the only way I can see the Warriors winning if everybody step up like during my game. Excuse me, Draymond Green got to at least do something, bro. When your mom get on Twitter and is saying, bro, stop asking me what's wrong with Draymond, I don't know. He might be a clone. Let's stop asking me. I know he's playing like shit. It is what it is, y'all. Like, when your mom get, when your mom. Get my mom on, was on Twitter, I'd definitely block her. Yeah. But when your mom get on, I got to block my mom, bro. Fact. I'll be, no, I'll that's a wild. fact. I would tell her to her face. Like, shit, I mean, I already did, didn't even have my mom on Facebook. And I could probably add her on there because I'm not even on there no more. But Twitter, like, no, I'm blocking. I'll, I'll I'm blocking you from searching anything for my name because you cannot see how I give it up on yeah. this app. Yeah, I'm nah, sorry. Can't have it. Our relationship can't be that tight. <laughs> like, it just can't be. It's not yeah. supposed to be. No, no, no. The stuff I'll be liking, nah, can't do it. Can't do it. But um, I had to get rid of that nasty habit liking stuff, liking stuff that I don't want everybody to see. Like, if you look at my likes, it's super mild. From like the past like maybe two three years, cause I caught on. I was like, wait, niggas could just see what the fuck I like, whatever the fuck they want. Like, no. As long okay, I can't do this. Like, the I, only thing I like without no fear is like if I know like everybody's gonna agree this is a fat ass and or some nice ass titties, bro. Like that's the only time I'd be like, oh, I hit the like. But like anytime I'm with that, even I don't know, it's crazy. But like, anytime I feel like that. niggas might question my nastiness, I'll be like, nah, I'm not like. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. That's yeah. why I like you won't see none of them likes no more. Maybe if you dig deep in the likes, you might see some wild shit. But like, yeah, I, I cut all of that out. Sometimes that's why I just be liking like mad random shit, like just so like it would bury Word my it. likes. Yeah, like that's and like sick. niggas won't know. Yes. Like when sick ass when strategy. I see when I see some likes, like even though if I even if I fully no, agree no, with boy, the tweet, but like it'd be like yo support support the gays. Just, you know, like that, just in case niggas, you know, really focusing hard on my lights, they'll be like, oh, okay, you know, he ain't wilding too much. You know? Just man. focus on the gaze, man. You see my lights, it's just gonna be some random musical facts. I'm like, yeah, go to school if you wanna go in my lights. <laughs> the nasty shit, you can't even see it, bro. Yeah, it's man. hidden. Speaking Only I can reach it. <laughs> Speaking of gaze, man, um, the Panthers being. The 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 um, Carolina pa- pioneers, <laughs> the Panthers being the most um, uh, opening open minded uh, franchise in the league right now because they did draft it draft. Uh, oh man, I know his name was Sam, but he was a gay college player that came out of Ole Miss, not Ole Miss, uh, Missouri. But they uh, they added a transgender to their cheerleading squad, man. Um, hey man, is he on the official squad or like the practice squad? First of all, that would be nuts if they have practice practice squad they got for like the like a like a bench cheerleader roster. Like motherfuckers are coming in when like one of the main ones is a little under the weather or something. I, I, I didn't know that. I, I'm asking. I don't know. I, I don't know because <laughs> that, that's kind of wild, bro. It's I not mean, like it, they're getting paid that don't, much. Don't females argue that like cheerleading is a sport? 
So I guess you, you know, you I mean, technically have, is. It is. You have you the backups, right? I guess if it's a sport. Or somebody, like, ready to, you know, fill in when that team member isn't ready. Coming off the bench, wow, you know, you really fresh off of Gatorade. Yeah, you really got me thinking about this. I, I don't, I never, I never sat down that hard to think about that. Six man in the cheerleading world. Like, that, 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 that man that comes off the bench and holds it down <laughs> yo, at the competition. <laughs> yo, that low-key might be fire. Like, <laughs> I ain't going to count. That's fire. crazy. That's crazy. I never thought about it like that. Um, but yeah, man, transgender coming know, off the bench. Being oh shit, my bad, yo. Being a um, you know, a cheerleader for the Carolina Panthers. Hey, man, they, they, they look. All I'm saying is niggas are not gonna say nothing if niggas are winning. But if niggas start losing, we about to see these fucking white people and black people give it up filthy to this young transgender woman. So, oh, they're gonna blame it all on that one. Yes, they're gonna. Yes, somebody's gonna find a way to blame it. Or uh, you know, I kind of feel bad. Carolina pioneers, ladies and gentlemen, they nah, pioneering man. this shit, bro. They gonna. Hey, bro, you know I said it off air, bro. They progressive. No, the Carolina I said, progressives. Nah, about Charlotte. Oh. Well, oh, say it again. Hey, man, Charlotte is a baby ATL. Uh, baby I don't agree line. with them. Everybody, that's good saying it. So go ahead and hey, tell them why. If you know, you know, bro. What you mean if you know you know? I don't know. <laughs> if you know, I go you to know. Charlotte. The now, gays be I, out I never there, was overwhelmed by the gay population. You ain't never like I, I was at Atlanta. Atlanta, I, I ain't just, never been. I, I, only I been just went to the mall where everybody went, and it was wild in there. I that was never my experience in Charlotte. <laughs> I, I only well, I only been through Atlanta, so I ain't never been in like you know just vibing Atlanta before. But nah, man, nah, Atlanta you know, they give it up. Like they give it up. The only reason I know this because uh, my ex, her uh, cousin, is like, yeah. And he don't be telling niggas he's gay, but everybody know he's gay. So if somebody from her family is listening to this podcast, yes, that nigga is gay. And like the story she was telling me about this man was like kind of crazy. I was just like, oh, this is going on in Charlotte. Didn't know that. And then while I be in Charlotte, bro, it'd be hella studs with fat asses out there. So it's like that community's out there strong, bro. Go, 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 boy, school. Come on, dog. You ain't never look at. It. Oh. Really, skip, skip. Let's stop. It. Okay, stop so, it. Skip, right, skip, right. skip, right. skip, right. skip. It's cool. All right, it's cool. You know, um, 30 for 30, Doc, man. I finally watched it. <laughs> and one, you know, my only beef was Jay. What you learned? <laughs> what you learned? What I learned is I don't know the definition of being a narrator because Jay Kiss was only up there narrating for like two scenes. And then it was somebody else. And then we saw Jay Kiss at the park being interviewed. I'm like, this is not how a narration is supposed to go, Jay Kiss. Like, this man saw a whole team of white men come in and appropriate the culture and get it on tape <laughs> without their consent <laughs> and make bad noise throughout the boroughs in New York. And that was his takeaway, ladies and gentlemen. That's my take. Where the fuck was Jay Kiss when I needed to hear his voice? <laughs> But no, uh, it was a good doc, man. Very um enlightened. Um, yeah, you nasty definitely white a lot folks. of untold stories, bro. Yeah. yeah, it was dope. Oh man, I forgot all about half man, half amazing. I forgot all about that nigga. And then it was crazy to um, who was the dribble the dribble nigga? The dribbling machine. Yeah, it was crazy to find out he was like thirty two years old. It's like, oh shit, you was an old nigga doing this. Oh <laughs> nigga, he was still hooping until <laughs> niggas caught him on film. Like yo. Pull up And 32 is not old But like I'm just I saying, hope like, not Shit or I'm, I'm, I'm an old nigga y'all <laughs> I'm just saying Like you Your was school trying to get me out of here <laughs> Old nigga What are you doing <laughs> Too old to be doing this Nigga get off the court That's crazy man <laughs>
Oh man, but nah, y'all go check that out, man. That was cool. Uh, how they uh, <clears throat> it was cool seeing that, man. Especially how the culture, you just catch catch around moment in time of the culture at that moment, and how important like basketball. Well, not important. How hip hop and basketball was intertwined during them times, and it still is. You know, we got NBA players want to be rappers. I think I heard a rapper say like, oh, emotion. Yeah, I think I heard a rapper say one time like. We want to be the ball players, and they want to be like us. We didn't have the talent to be basketball players, so we found another way. They didn't have the talent to be rappers, so we found another way. So, you know, it's cool seeing that. Um, Other than that, I ain't got too much on the dock. Y'all go check it out, man. Hopefully uh, hopefully all them players are making money from something and doing something. Hopefully, and one them, you know, ridden their wrongs and made sure niggas are straight. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. What else in sports, man? I'm pretty much done. That was all my sports day. You know, just wanted to show love to Steph Curry. You know, hey, you did I told that. you that Boston crowd was getting to them, was going to get to them boys. You yeah. saw Clay complaining, <laughs> real classy Boston. Who else was complaining? Like a few of them was complaining. I was like, bro, you didn't think they was about to get in a racist bag in the finals? Some niggas ain't been <laughs> there in ten years, nigga. Nigga, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But the fuck you, you know, thought you was going to hear from the crowd? <laughs> Clay Thompson can't talk because it's like, bro, when LeBron was in Golden State and your fans just was calling him a pussy ass, bitch ass nigga, like you was, he was, like, he was oh, up there. I didn't think, I didn't think this was a league of little boys. <laughs> like, come on, bro. or whatever he said. You, you can't talk no more, bro. Like, once you put yourself in that box, you got to deal with whatever comes with the with the smoke, man. You are now a part of the smoke machine. You got a clue. Remember the first time Kanye acknowledged the fact that you guys had dated the same person in Kim? Everybody that you date, if you go outside and meet a girl today, she has a history. She dated somebody. If I seen you with like a girl I used to date the next time I seen you, I'd be like, yo, Speedy, she like it from the side. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You feel me? Like, really I want to make sure that it's good stop. that you laugh skip, in there. You know skip, what I'm saying? Skip, My skip. brother could date a girl that I used to be with, and I would be just fine. Okay, I think niggas got dating and relationship confused. I think What's the confusion because dating is just like taking a person out to like get some something to eat a little. It could be real feelings in that dating. Depends on no, no, what not, type of dating y'all was doing. I'm not saying I'm not saying it couldn't, Ooh. but. It's but, a handful of dates. It was a nice like string of dates, and like niggas was dating. But at some dating. point, at some point, that dating is gonna be like it just didn't turn into a relationship. But they was they was dating. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with I'm with you. you know I'm what with mean? you. But I do think niggas are getting those words confused though. Dating and relationship. Now, if you're talking about that type of dating, I think that's when you tell your homeboy like, "No, nah, I'm feeling this shuddy," and if she chooses the streets and not a relationship. Then hey, it is what it is. But if you tell your homeboy you feeling that girl, I do feel like your homeboy should step off and be like, oh, nah, slick feeling, shorty, I'm not about to, that's off limits. Now, if you just dating and fucking around with the bitch and, you know, y'all stop talking and then your homeboy just so happily link up with the bitch or some shit like that. But how deep was that dating? That's when you got to ask that question with yourself. And your homeboy got to know how deep the dating was. Because how do you feel? Do you feel like, do you feel like any woman you fuck, none of your niggas should, like, hit after? No, I don't feel like that with all of them. Just the ones that, um... That means, like, significantly? I don't know, man. What I feel now? Can't be, like, no recent work that I was, like, serious with from, like, the past, like, five, six years. Anything further back than that, I don't, I don't think I'd give a fuck. 
But it's never happened to me, so I've never been in that position. Yeah. Cause um, I don't know. I keep a tight circle, so in my tight circle, like, yeah, we ain't never like uh did that to each other. Now there's been some chicks that you know we wasn't serious about that we might be Eskimo brothers. Yeah. That you know, but it wasn't like nothing serious. Like that was that that was what it was type shit. It was yeah. like never know like yo she's cupped up or we was like kind of like really hanging out a lot type shit and then like the other homie just like yo I'm, I'm kind of feeling her yeah. like my well, niggas don't get down like that bro yeah yeah I'm about thankfully shout out to my niggas bro yeah luckily <laughs> for me I ain't got no I ain't got no homeboy that's like that that I know of I don't know Mal I don't know but like even if that does happen like you um you you just so happen on whatever fuck my ex I do feel like you should be the one to tell me, and like you should tell me as soon as it happened, like especially if you're my like my home like someone I consider a brother, because I'm not gonna be mad at you for getting pussy, but like you should tell me as soon as possible. Like, hey, bro, last night was <laughs> last night last night was kind of crazy. Your ex somehow she pop up at a party, we start talking, I take it home and tore that shit down, my nigga. I apologize. Like I do feel like that should be like. The following conversation. If you try to keep it away, I mean, from how me, long ago? How long has she been your ex? Like, when did y'all break up? How long was it? Something. I mean, in that situation, I wouldn't care because then, like, I mean, like, of course, that's gonna have me looking at my nigga kind of different. Okay, I was say uh, time limit definitely matters. No, 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 no. Listen to what it's I'm like saying. Little, like, if it's it, it, a little while to get over the bitches now. No, nah, like, if it was the reason why I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be as so mad. Like, let's say it was like a month later or three months later. That was that woman's choice to do that. You feel me? Like, she also had a choice in it. Like, my nigga did. Hopefully, my nigga just didn't be on some, like. I mean, everybody chose to do what they did. <laughs> yeah, so I so. can't. Like, I can't be mad at my nigga. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm going to probably look at you a little different after that. But it's not going to be on no shit like, damn, bro. You, like, nah, bro. I ain't going to be mad at you for getting some pussy. It is what it is. Now, if you lie. So, what do you call it? If you're not mad, then what is it? It's just like, dang, nigga, like, you really disappointed. Yeah, like, I was just, you mad shit. You disappointed. Just disappointed you, bro. Like, <laughs> you was that horny. Horny bad. Yeah, you was that horny. You, you couldn't, like, see through my ex, bro. Like, all right, I guess. But, like, I'm, I'm like. It's not your I'm girl. Not, it's not my girl no more. So, I can't be like, yeah, how shit. could you, bro? Like, I've been wanting to fuck me yeah. even since back when y'all was yeah. good. So, it, it lets let me, me get know, my shot. It let me, it lets let me, me get know. my turn. My turn. It lets me know more about the woman than my, my homeboy. It's just like... lets me know about everybody. Hmm. I'm just learning from one nigga. Oh, learn yeah. from everybody in this yeah, situation. Facts. You work. You work. Like what about you? What you doing? About what exactly? Like, all right. If a nigga do fuck your ass, like, what? It got to be, like, five years? What, a homie that I have? Yeah. I, that I know? Yeah. An ex? Because uh, I do feel like ex should be off, off limits, but... Hey, niggas make mistakes and niggas are grown. Can't tell you what to do, bro. I would definitely want the heads up. If you my nigga, yeah, I just want like that. Cause it ain't too many niggas that I call my nigga like that. So if it's if you have to fuck with my ex, you know I might give you a little hard time. But you know, if you give me the heads up on it, I might I might give you my blessings, man. Depends on which ex it is. Or I might warn you, bro. Be like, bro, why you think I ain't fucking with? No, no, no. I'm talking about <laughs> no. Actually, that would be more weird to me than like anything like. A nigga hearing me up talking about, hey man, you know your ex looking kind of, kind of right, bro. You mind if I hit that? I'll be like, oh dog. I'm talking about a scenario where like, y'all, you out and then you just so happen to run at my ex and then you was just so having to pipe it down that night. Like nigga, you tell me, dog. Like 
a scenario like that, like I like all right, bro. Whatever. my ex down on the one night stand, nigga. What the oh, fuck? Bro, come on, man. She chose to do that, dog. Was that what? That's what he's. That's what's going on, bro. I mean, if that's what's happening out here. I don't know. I don't know. Man, he's your homie, homie. Then he was just like, oh, niggas oh, you used drunk, to date bro. my nigga. Niggas get high let's, and let's fuck right now, tonight. Yeah, I know, you know these niggas popping. Tell perks. this nigga about it tomorrow. I mean, look, I ain't never been in that position, oh, but I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably give you a little hard time. But I mean, ain't shit I can do about it yeah. for real. Well, I ain't about to be like no angry nigga and just rampage and <laughs> drop your location, nigga. I ain't about to do all that. So I was told a long time ago, never fight with pussy, bro. So um, when it comes to pussy, on when niggas start. Beefing about pussy, bro. That shit. Ah, nah, I'm cool, bro. So. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, before, damn, I was about to ask you something. About two hours, bro. Yeah, it's about a two hour pod. I was about to ask you something. I forgot what it was. Mm. Keep going man. as long as the shit gonna upload. Nah, man, Is my it phone upload. <laughs> yeah, and my phone body got. Look, guys, we we did not think we was about to give y'all this type of pod, but hey, man, hope y'all enjoy, man. Shit, this has been another episode from us. You a podcast from the time and we gone. Man. <laughs> Ask some guy, can this work? Cause I'm tired of struggling and sure he's strewn by a person. Man, nigga, fuck up, so I get high at night. Drink a fill for that weight so I can vibe through the night. And my demons talk to me. I be trying to fight, but lately, I've been thinking about leaving this life. Shit.